Honestly, I always wanted to do Playboy. I think I even sent them my pictures that oh. I just took in my bedroom with my digital camera mm -hmm. when I was 17. Professional wrestling superstar, champion, entrepreneur, author, and show host. Feeds you more interviews, more stories, more information, and more laughs than ever before. <laughs> Conversation with the big guy, Ryback, with JD and Asian Joe starts now. Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the big guy, Ryback. And you're joining us for episode 123. I think it's going to be entitled Full House because we have we have a full house here today. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We got Asian Joe, Me? angry Asian Joe, JD in Florida back. From his little vacation. Back. For the Capitol Building. <clears throat> and joined today by none other than Jaden Cole. Yay. What's up, everybody? How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm glad to be here. Thank we you. For, you're just, you're, you're just going to be part of the show today. Perfect. Whether you like it or not, Jaden, we've thrown you into the fire. I'm into it. I got Ryback, my buddy, my good buddy, Asian Joe. That's me. And then we've got JD, the Florida man. Have you guys seen those at those uh, accounts man. on <laughs> social media? Florida man. I, I, I oh, think yeah. it's gonna be the new name, the Florida man, the JD. Florida that's man. like the old. That's that's been around for a while now. It think has. Was, and so the Florida man was basically he was swearing at the cops. No, 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 no. Right? The Florida no? man. No, this is basically because so many crazy headlines start with the words. Florida, oh, Florida man, yeah, because like Florida man attacks an alligator inside of a 7-Eleven. Right. It's sort of all these crazy headlines and news stories that happen with in Florida. <laughs> Is that well, you, you don't you don't know me, but I want to make a confession right out of the get go here. Canada. I have done nothing like any of the headlines. <laughs> I believe it, and you're from Canada, right? Oh, how hey. do you know? I've done my homework. She's yeah. actually done her homework for the oh, show. Oh, really? Research. Yeah. She's been. Stopping. I just got back from there. Oh, I bet you're glad to be back. Call me crazy. I like it when we have a woman on the show. I can tell a difference. It's, I call it the Chris Pavone syndrome. I, I, I can notice a switch in the voice. JD, JD's voice That's becomes true. more sensual, I've noticed. It's hey. more uh, in a very good way. You're just taking it that way. I'm just I, softening you guys up. Very smooth. Smooth JD. Yeah. It, well, it, I noticed last time when Alexis was here, his, his voice changed. But I feel weird because I'm the one looking at him. And, like, and I feel like he's looking at me, so I feel uncomfortable. Hey, but I know he's hey, not right talking back. to How's me. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see this, but JD is literally turning Oh, no, they, they can't. They oh, can. they can. Yeah, they the can screen, see. We, we've screen. done it. Well, for the listeners on listening on, on iTunes or Google or, Play or any or other platforms Radio. we are on, yeah. iHeartRadio, SoundCloud now, we are, we are back everywhere again. So Awesome. Everybody gets to see everything except me. Yeah. We got to... like it that way. But we can't... JD, if the Florida man would have to be here, it's... Uh, <laughs> Florida man. How do you feel about JD? I was telling Joe about the podcast logo... I really, and I don't know who would want to be the angel and who would want to be the devil. I said I'll be the devil. But I have two, the two heads over my shoulder and, and with the little angel halo and the devil horns on the other. I don't know. Well, I mean, J.D., has, his, his face looks red. He, J.D. looks very devilish in that photo. So why don't we put it? Well, there's a lot of stories I haven't shared on the podcast that would definitely earn me the horns. But There you go. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever share them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with a... Uh, with this, if you once you say it, it's out there well, forever. Speaking of devils, uh, how was New Year's? 
Yeah, tell me about, you guys were together on New Year's. That's right. I want to hear about it. Yes, we were. It was... Uh, well, actually, I did invite you, Jaden, but you, you said you weren't feeling well. No, it was just I wanted to keep it quiet. Oh, okay. So, you didn't want to hang out with me? I mean, I wanted to do the podcast first. That is I'm just good... kidding. I wanted to go, but I didn't no. really want to go out at all on oh, New Year's. Oh, okay. I don't normally either. I'm... I had just got back into town. I was gone the whole yeah, week of Christmas, and, so and yeah, I just sense. didn't want to... Chill out with your dog. Didn't want to rally. <laughs> I've lived here. I've only went out here once onto the Strip, and I am not going to lie. I had an amazing time, but it was it was a lot of alcohol that put me in that state of mind. But walking at night <laughs> yeah. in the cold, which we'll get to this, but seeing the tanks and like the... the Oh yeah, the, the the AKs or the no, not the the assault rifles or the, the Is military that guards. military. Yeah, military yeah, out there what? and seeing well, like because the tanks it was, and yeah, it was like a whole other. Uh, well, this is like for terrorists, you know. Yeah. You know whatever, and so that's that's wow. cool. just a real yeah. eye opener because then we're walking and then there's Mandalay Bay mm-hmm. and it was just like well that's where everything went down just last year with the shooting yeah. and everything. I'm just like, just crazy, and it didn't seem overly crowded when we were walking. No, night, I think it's but, because. It, uh, I think it was really it's freezing temperatures out, and so I think people mostly stayed inside. Yeah, it and was so, it, that was as cold as it's been here in a long time. Yeah, and so uh, but yeah, we went to uh, Hooters to meet up with uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, <laughs> my good buddy. It's uh, that was a good time. I really. You guys, are, you're you're like having a ball talking about old times. You know, you guys looked great. We're we're like besties, but without I don't know if we're besties, but we. <laughs> It was good to see him. Sure, act like you guys are besties. It's a bunch of shitty jokes, and, and mostly on my end. Yeah, and, and you're Dolph like, laughing dude, at me. But no, but you were freaking laughing in the other end too. You were just cracking up, talking stories that we were eating at Hooters. Well, that's what we try to do when I get around him. Is we just all we? I think that's why me and Dolph are good friends. Is we just like laughing. Yeah. So it's just trying to make each other laugh yeah. and like insulting each other, like in little jabbing friendly ways. Yeah. And, and that's you guys what are I think old you know. How long you guys known each other for? Since uh, developmental in wrestling and Ohio Valley wrestling back in, I, th- I first met Nick in two thousand five, maybe. And I just uh, want to stop wrestling or stop watching wrestling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right when he debuted, <laughs> the uh, and we just but like he he got called up well before me onto TV, and he was uh, he was part of this Spirit Squad male cheerleaders actually. But he would always come back down into the developmental, and uh, but he'd always like give really good advice. He was just always a good person, and then just we didn't weren't like great friends, and the like wasn't around him enough really. Mm-hmm. But then I think we just we both liked to laugh, so that was kind of the connection. And then and uh, he would always give good wrestling advice. I like he's somebody I, I Do you remember the first time respect him? a lot. Do you remember the first time you meeting meeting him or like no just in development it's not like a girl. No. <laughs> it's not like, it's like I remember the first I time we made eye contact and I just knew. Yeah. Well I don't know. You're like we did share some laughs and then it picked up from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put a few drinks in us and <laughs> went to the strip club eventually. Well I mean what's really funny is that like people started recognizing Dolph and then and then after Dolph then you and I feel like I got recognized just equally as much, asshole. That <laughs> yeah. was. Uh, <laughs> he may have had the first one, and then I thought it was. Well, my favorite, one. my favorite, it was when uh, that German guy. At, we're, I mean, we're we just ordered food, and then this German guy was sitting down, saw, went up to Dolph. It's like, it's like a, you know, it's like, are you Dolph? Are you right back? 
And then after that, he's like, oh, and he hands me the phone to take a picture. And it's like, yeah, sure, give it to the Asian guy. He didn't know a lot about cameras. I'll definitely take a picture. Asian Joe <laughs> took photos all night of us, by the way. Yeah, I did. And so <laughs> It was a good night. We had we had women buying us free shots. Yeah, well, let's, let's backtrack. So after Hooters, um, you guys were after Yeah, eight, tell the story. I'm horrible. I'll bounce all over. You probably forgot a lot this of stuff. Shows for you were, it's an ADD person's dream. Yeah. So they wanted to... Make some earn some uh, server money at the gambling table. They wanted dollar bills. You wanted to break your cash. We just wanted. I'm not a big gambler. No, I didn't. I but Dolph, Dolph likes to play the blackjack. Dolph likes to play a little blackjack, in which I, 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 if I will play, I will do blackjack. Right. So, so we were looking at the tables. You know, it was kind of we we're just walking around. There were like five dollar tables. Like I would definitely play this game, right? But no, like Dolph says, no, let's go to MGM. I think I have a friend that might uh, want to meet up with, meet up with us. It's like all right, cool. So we walk over to MGM. And there were like $50 tables. And then it's like, all right, let's keep walking. So we kept walking. You know, the, the lowest we saw was $25. And then so we just kept walking around just trying to see tables. And so we finally went to the kind of the back of MGM where I think it was like a huge bar near uh, the, the club Hakkasan. Yeah. And so we're just chilling. You know, people were recognizing them as soon as we got in the bathroom. Taking, you know, it's like, oh, my God, you're, you're right back and stuff like that. And so taking pictures. And now so, he's now he acknowledges it. Yeah. <laughs> So, then uh, <laughs> people started recognizing, and so this girl, like, heard there's this famous guys, goes up to Ryback, and goes, "Who are you?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm like cracking up, and then Dolph, Dolph was like in the back, just like laughing, and then he says Goldberg. <laughs> Dolph, yeah, Dolph told them that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so there was a few people come up to him. He's like, a grown oh, man. Goldberg. He goes, I love watching you on TV. He goes, Goldberg, right? And I, and I, I thought he was being an asshole. Yeah, so I like right. instantly, my demeanor changes. <laughs> where, because I'm like, because it, it's, and there's nothing wrong with that. But like, I thought the guy was just trying to be like a wise ass. Right. But he, then I see Dolph in the background <laughs> laughing. And the, the guy, he was a very friendly yeah, man. Yeah, he was a very friendly man. Yeah. Like, that's what instantly I was like, oh, he doesn't know. And then we just kept it going. And then before we left at the end of the night, I go, by the way, my name's Ryback. Yeah. And then, and then I don't think And so, can. yeah. So <laughs> no. I guess this girl, I asked him, who, do, who are you? And um, I was like, all right, let's have shots and stuff like that. And... So they offered to buy me shots. It's like, no, I'm sticking to beer. I, I know it's going to be bad news if I'm taking shots. Well, you were the one that was trying to be, you had to stay in control for the night. But yeah, I actually, I was, everything was fine. Everything was fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but. We uh, didn't go too, it got, it got, it was getting. It got to a point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere. And Dolph, the shots are always the reason we, it was, we did shots and then they, they bought more. And then they, they go, you pick to me. Cause they did tequila the first time. Yeah. I did the tequila. And then, and then you came up with Jaeger bombs. I was like, what the? Are you still are you, like 21? college? Yeah, yeah. Like. yeah I, got, I got insulted the rest of the night for that. <laughs> I had to do two of them, by the way. But yeah. I figured everyone needed a little because energy. Because they bought, no, it was they bought a, a shot for me, and I said yeah. no. And so I just gave her the ride back. And right. He's a big guy. He can, he can handle it. Yeah, no, I was good. But those are where it started, I feel like, yeah. catching up a little bit. And uh, so <laughs> after, after that, um, I hit up. Uh, we decided to go to Sapphire. So we'll, but we had to walk over to Luxor because they closed off the, the strip, and so the, they couldn't get the limo across the strip. So we had to walk outside. And that was a pretty long walk, too. Yeah, but these guys were bitching that it was like, oh, my God, it's so cold. Well, time out. Time out. <laughs> nobody, was, nobody was bitching. We got Asian Joe over here with hand warmers, yep. pulling him out of his pocket with it's hand like, warmers, shivering. Yeah, and he, and he offered to you guys. He's like, no, I'm a man. I can take it. It's like, all right. 
Exactly. So who is who is bitching? And Ryback, you're from Vegas, right? Born and raised, yes. Incredible. So this is my first. I just moved to Vegas from Long Beach, California, in August. So this oh, wow. is my first Vegas winter, and I gotta say. I'm enjoying it. I enjoy the cold weather. Yeah. I just wasn't prepared for it mm. as much. The other day at the dog park, I was taking my dog to the dog park at New Year's at like noon, and it was like the wind. It yep. was like 40 mm-hmm. degrees. It was 25 at one point. Yeah. And everyone's been telling me this is one of the coldest winters we've it, had. So it really is. The bitching, I mean, was you, it you, bitching or was it just like drunken shock? And like, no, I think, no, I th- don't think anybody was bitching. I think it was just everybody was shocked at how I'm cold sorry, it was. Why? Yes, it's shocking. I feel like we were making fun of Joe for having the hand warmers and me and Dolph were laughing a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I offer you guys. He's like, no. Like, most right, definitely. Fine. Joe always has the most practical accessories. Mm-hmm. I noticed at, um, we know each other through the adult industry, and at the adult industry conventions, Joe is always the one. I'm you wearing always a mask. Have the mask. I'm wearing a face mask because I don't want to get sick. Right. And I'm always like, damn. I need a picture crazy. of that. Wait, wait, like, like the people on the airplanes? Yeah. Yes. What a psycho. No, no, he's got he's got a like a not even a surgical one that you would throw, not a disposable one, but one that he takes home and washes. Recyclable. Yes. Recyclable. I've got a picture of that. Like, like a like a painter's mask? Exactly. No, 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 not a tater mask. Which would it's make sense because you are a handyman too. Yeah. But no, it's a. Uh, I do have a respirator mask too, but uh, no, they they it's a, it's a, it's a What's cloth. wrong with you? What do you mean, what's wrong with you? Is this like the awards and stuff or what? Uh, If there's mold and stuff like that. Remember, I cleaned my mom's, you know. But I mean, walking around the conventions? I've got a picture of it from last year's convention. Wait, hold on. Have you you been to any of these conventions before, Ryan? I actually haven't. He's not going to look out of place. I've seen some fucked up shit there. I'm picturing him in the Leonardo outfit with a face mask on uh, walking around. It's so hard to see out of that thing. That would run stuff now. Could That's you do that for the next one? I have to contact the guy because uh, the guy who made it owns it. So, <laughs> I, and I have to put baby powder on. There's a slide in there. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, I saw a picture of you in the mask. It's not bad at all, actually. No, it's not. I I'm, want one of those. I'm fashionable. You talking about? I have a smiley face. I have a little <laughs> emoji on my face. You do have a baby face. I do. You would warrant the halo above your head. Mm. Sometimes. Sometimes. Settled. Settled. Okay. Settled. So, so I think we're gonna we're gonna make modifications moving forward. Cool. The show continues to. So, um, how do uh, you two know each other? Uh, Phoenix. Oh, okay. You don't well, know the story? No, I don't. Okay. I really want to hear it because so, I'm like, how does Chuck let me tell out of, it? No. Oh, well, for, let me tell you my side, and oh, you tell your side, okay? okay? Yeah. Because this is it's gonna be different. Yeah, because because I mean, this is all about Ryback, but no, you gotta have a little. This little, is so cute. Mind. It's how you guys met. Yeah. This is so I get a text message from Phoenix because I'm, I'm in the middle of bowling. And it's like, Ryback wants to bowl with you. It's like a bowl against you. And it's like, wait, who? Like, what are you talking about? Wow. No, he likes to get I, his digs in when he can. Seriously. I, no, I seriously, like, because I didn't know she did a, she did a podcast. Because he didn't tell me anything about it. And then it's like, okay, um, yeah, let me know. And then uh, I think it was like, it was about like two weeks after I got a text message from Phoenix. It's like, all right, when you guys want to do it? And it's like, oh, let's do it this week. It's like, all right, cool. And I show up, and then I had to share a mic with Phoenix, and I was—I basically was going to be the tech guy. So I brought my laptop in, and, and the first day it was like a job interview. Kind of. So I'm just doing research. I forgot what I where to research on, but then just during the show, if we needed a fact on something, we would just have him like check it, kind of like yeah. producer style, yeah, like Jamie on uh, the Drew Rogan show and stuff right. like that. So, and so yeah, so I started coming in, and then we kind of. 
And then Joe offers his help with something technical, and I'm not a tech person, so it's like I could. He's great for that. So it was though. So all that was accurate, and because we used to do the podcast before we had did the podcast room here. It wasn't in this room. No, it was was in in the the kitchen. kitchen. And like a lot of people record podcasts, like because all you need is the recorder. You can do it anywhere. A lot of people, but like as the show got bigger, we just like I felt like I needed a a podcast room. Like it's just especially when you start doing interviews and stuff, and just it just more professional well, for a it while doubles as a man cave like you've got your belt and your products yeah. here this looks dope like you got oh thank you it's a great place to display yeah your products it's and, uh, uh, uh what was it his uh missing head the little guy is chewed <laughs> up he's chewed up five other ones and uh, that's what's remaining well we couldn't figure out for the longest time how did little guy got to the uh talk in the microphone jock professional just leave me on the ground. Oh my goodness, yeah. he's a mess today. Yeah, I mean, they can hear, they can hear me. Whatever. The, uh, flying off the shelves. But no, we've been noticing that the little guy was hitting the wall, and so it causes the the doll to fall down. The figures. I'm sorry. Yes, but Joe we started. We started as he was on the show. He was chiming in more and more, and I noticed our conversation. We were able to to, to talk a little bit about different things a little more. And it was a good dynamic. And then Phoenix, eventually, I feel like, I personally feel like Phoenix brought Joe in to, for that reason. And she's really busy with her regular job, too. And right. I'm doing a lot of uh, Knights games, too. But it was also, there was a period, like, she took a lot of abuse from on reviews, too, for a bit when she came in. Mm-hmm. And it was, because it was a wrestling kind of show a little more of that. And I felt bad. And I, didn't, I never looked at any of that until recently. And I was just like, ooh, that wasn't. Because people are, can be really bad. And there were some bad, like just stupid reviews. And it was, it was really mean-spirited. But the, uh, me and Joe just kind of clicked after he came on. And then it just, it just kind of stuck. Yeah. So it became my sidekick. You guys but, have uh, a good balance. Yeah, but back wrapping this back around to the to the night out on New Year's mm-hmm. at Sapphire, that was that was a good time. It was a good time. I was shocked at how how slow it was. Like it was pretty it was pretty slow. I guess because of the it was freezing outside and they closed off the uh, the biggest strip, and so it's difficult to have people coming outside. And think pe- a lot of people probably stayed in because it was cold. Yeah. So it, it made a lot of sense. Well, they shut the roads down too, like you did. said, where people can't get to the club. Mm-hmm. So it was like it was. We got there. We got there right around like twelve thirty, yeah, or c- close to one. So literally right after you know New Year, uh, we did a hilarious video of happy Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah, with, yeah, uh, that Dolph. was fun with Dolph. <laughs> Dolph was fun. Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> and uh, I was I was pretty loaded on that. You were. Yeah, that was right before that though. We went to the tables. And uh, we lost everything. It wasn't a lot. But. Then, then I told him afterwards, like, never never play blackjack or any tables with an Asian dealer. It was, yeah. <laughs> but I actually, we lost, and then I won my money back on one hand, and then I just went for, went for it all because if I would have won the next one, it would have been, like, club money for the night. Yeah. Like, and it, but then I so, lost. So, so, yeah, Ryback had a 19, got a 19, stayed. Dealer had, it was showing an 8. Flipped over, 3. And I knew it was the next one's gonna be coming. Ten. She had twenty one like five times when we in that yeah. between in like seven hands. It yeah. was insane. No, that's the reason why you never you never. Yeah. Uh, the tip for everyone: if you come out to Vegas, never play with an Asian dealer. No, but that is good advice. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it. It's There's nothing to do with race. It's just that you're gonna lose your money. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know what it was, but it wasn't. Uh, I knew we had a set limit, and we it was it. It was like get I out. think I think had we stayed at Hooters, we probably played there for a while because it was five dollar hands. Well, we were gonna, but the tables <laughs> so were all Hooters. the table were, were all they were like sold out. There was no no. Well, there, was, there was a few open tables, but you were you were wanted to. What was no? I think I think the reason why I went to MGM is because Dolph was meeting up with a friend or something. They just wanted to see what other tables too, because I thought I thought it, we both thought it was pretty crowded. I thought it was. I thought there was a few open tables. Yeah, no, there might have been. But you just. I liked it like with just me and him playing. That's kind of what I think. Think we we just didn't want to play again with other people. But oh, I was gonna play too. Oh, were you? I was gonna play the twenty-five fifty dollars yeah, yeah. table. <laughs> <laughs> right. Goes but, quick. Yeah. Um, it wasn't even. But then um, I think what did you invite? You, you invited a couple friends, didn't you? Victoria came out. Mm. The the nail salon girl. Yeah, she slash had a, dancer. She had a good. She had a good time. She this the uh, and we saw uh, another girl I knew there and it, yeah. but it was it was pretty. Uh, it was Wild. a good time. Yeah, she blew a lot of money. And by the way, at the end of the night, she she was really bad. She drank too much. Yeah, and. Uh, she really liked the girl that was was dancing for her and try to in, invite her over. The girl that I know, by the way, <laughs> yeah. that I've known for years, and so they all they really liked each other. But the girl's working, and and then she goes, "I want her," and I go, "Cool." And like I, but then she goes, uh, she looks at her and she goes, six thousand dollars." She goes, "You pay?" <laughs> and I go, "No." I was, I was just like, how did so, I just I didn't, I didn't this? Hear, I didn't hear that conversation. Yeah. I think what she meant to say was, I want her. Buy her for me. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But, no, I think, no. I think, but Dolph, like, turned to me and looked at me and was like, they're arguing about something. I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Because, like, literally, I'm seeing you guys going back and forth. And I'm like, because I'm on the other side of the table. Because oh, the music was going yeah. on. So I didn't hear the conversation. And I really, that was the conversation. I went from, I sobered up really quickly. Yeah, you because did. I, but I was more insulted. I go, that was your first offer? Like I <laughs> like you could have got, like you could have said like a thousand dollars or like yeah. there was you didn't give yourself any room wow. and the to girl negotiate. the girl I've known sent me a message she goes you need to get her out of here she's she's too much like she was looking out she didn't want to take the money like it was just, right the girl was gonna go take the money out and like I was like you're gonna hate yourself in the morning like if that's because at that at that point it was like already it was like three o'clock in the morning already or two yeah three and so I was I was already tired and it's like I'm looking at Ryback because you ready to go I was like yeah I'm ready to go so I I got we got a lift yeah thank you for that no problem because like you got you got the 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 ride down so it was just turning a favor and you bought me a ton of drinks too I really appreciate we did the drinks added at Sapphire by the way we would have been way better off getting uh well it's because I mean the wage is really cute. Yeah, we're friends now on Instagram. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, she hustled. She, she definitely did. hustled. She sold. Like we, it would have been cheaper if we got in a bottle. To Legit. Be honest. Like we would probably a couple. I, that money, I looked at that. It it was. I was like, how did we spend that buying? But drink? you were buying because you were buying the girls' drinks. I only had one. Yeah, I, don't even, I only had one beer. Oh. And then I think you were buying Dolph a couple drinks, and then well, you, he got food too. He spent quite a bit too. I yeah, feel like. but does he have a food? <laughs> he had a food card though, doesn't he? No, not for the club. Oh, uh, but that no, girl like, brought uh, over the food. That was oh, that's steak. right. I forgot. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Doll picked that up. That yeah, was cheap, probably. But that's but I mean, but that was the first time eating eating there or eating the the food there. It's uh, El Dorado. Was the food was it chicken fingers? No, or no, was no, it no, like no. There was a mix. There's a, a Mexican, Mexican restaurant, restaurant next door to Sapphire called El Dorado. I go there all the time. It's it's like mid mid price, like twenty dollar for a meal or something like that. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember it. I went to Sapphire Day Club when I first moved here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the the Mexican restaurant. It's I mean. Pretty much authentic 
you know, Mexican food. That you it was, I just got steak. It was delicious. Yeah, it, was, it was really good. I'm going to order again. Mm-hmm. It was it was really good. Yeah. Worth maybe, it. Maybe we'll, when, you know, take me on a date there. We gotta, I got messages. You and Joe need to go do more things together. Yeah. People apparently. enjoyed that. Apparently, yeah. We'll go bowling. It's the next one is yeah. bowling. Uh, should I bowl my le- with my left hand? No, no. You go you go full blown. Okay. Right. Oh, that sucks. I went bowling last night, actually. and uh, You know, funny thing is, I wasn't really trying. And I... <laughs> you very casually, when Joe and I went bowling, yeah. first of all, you guys, he told me that he wasn't that good, but he said he wasn't that good for the team that he's on because he's on a freaking bowling team. Yeah. And so we get there. I'm thinking he's fine. He's just like, strike, strike, after strike. Well, because like, like, you went out to get uh, a drink or yeah. a wine, and so I'm just throwing the ball, and I'm like... Just throwing the ball, yeah. killing just it. Just throwing the ball, and then... <laughs> Cause like You're it was, a real it was, shyster. Well, it was, it was cosmic bowling, and I hate cosmic bowling. That's what last night was too. Yeah, I didn't and like so it. Was it. How was your ride back? How was your cosmic bowling experience last night? Uh, not good. We went to the Texas, and well, I got challenged an open challenge on a on a date that it was. Uh, she she said she was going to kick my ass in bowling. And I said, I go, no problem. I go, let me swing by my house and get my ball and shoes, and we'll go. <laughs> And uh, she goes, no, 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 you just, we're going to go, I'm going to kick your ass. And so I was, I was a little nervous because I don't like the, 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 the balls. balls at the, the bowling alleys yeah. and the sh- uh, shoes don't matter. The, uh, but uh, the pins, the, as soon as we got there, the pins, you could just tell when the pin, like it sounds like a dead, like. Yeah, it's a dead wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this isn't good. It just, it was, uh, but I'm like, okay, all that matters is as long as I beat her. Can't let her win. And I, I beat her handedly in both okay. games. But I didn't have not great scores on my end. Okay. Uh, but I bowled, actually, a lot of eight and nines okay. and that's, missed that's all throughout. That's almost consistent. Mm-hmm. And, like, there might have been only in both games two or three frames where I didn't have an eight or a nine. But uh, As long as then, you don't gutter, that's, that's yeah, more yeah. important. And the, a lot of there was there were a few spares in there. And she actually bowled. She came back in the first game. She bowled three strikes the final frame, Ooh. and uh, she went ahead. And, and then I came back and countered with two of my own nice. and uh, put the nail in the coffin. Okay. That, and, uh, and then the second one wasn't even close. Okay. So. Well, next time, why don't you just invite me, and uh, I'll, uh, maybe my score might top both your What is your average mind. again? Uh, my book average, that's uh, it's 183. What's the highest? What's a, what's a book average? Um, that's so. When I'm in a league, you have to be sanctioned um, in order to bowl, and so they actually keep record of your your averages. And so, so whenever you join a tournament or whatever, they use what's on on record, so they call it a book average. So, that's your official average. Like yeah. you might have a higher average if if you're I'm bowling another, games yeah. on your own or like, but. That's your official. Yeah, like if I bowl a three hundred, they'll you know they'll give get you a three hundred ring. You bowled a three hundred. Uh, the closest I ever got was a two eighty nine. I mean, if you did, he'd be wearing that ring. Yeah, I know. I would be. So wait, if you if you do bowl three hundred on the books, you get a ring for it. Yes. What kind of ring is it? It's just like a like a like a, cl- like a class ring. It says three hundred on it and stuff like that. That's actually pretty cool. Though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You can get diamonds on it if you want, but you have to pay. You have extra. to pay extra if yeah. you want to really spruce that up. Oh yeah, I want one of those rings. Well, that, I've been invited like I want invited to the league, but you know you've been busy. You guys ever been candle pin bowling in New England? No. What is that? Half my family's from New England, so 
I go there for Christmas every so often. I yeah. went candlepin bowling. It's just an old school New England thing. Specific, like very. It's pretty popular in Canada, isn't it, JD? It's yeah, it's like uh, Eastern Somewhat. Canada, yeah. East Coast. It's a very specific little area, okay. you know. Yeah, and um, it's basically a ball about like like a bocce ball or something tiny, like that. Tiny, kind of? like a bocce ball, exactly. Yeah. And then the pins are super small, so everything's just smaller. And you don't roll it, you don't stick your fingers in it. It's too small. You just throw the ball. It's like ski it's ball. So okay, yeah, but it's like you get three tries instead of two. Okay, so. Candlestick bowling. Yeah. Oh, it's candle pin bowling. Candle, candle, is candle, it? Pin. It is? candle pin bowling, yeah. Thinking stocks yeah, over here. It's challenging, so. though, because the lanes are as long as regular bowling is. Yeah. So you're basically ski balling with, with oh, all the way down like a regular bowling mm-hmm. lane. How many oh, pins oh. are there? I think, is it eight? I believe so. Yeah, eight pins, I think. Wow. It's just a New England thing. Maybe it's ten. so funny. Well, we have five pin bowling in Canada where the I think the pins are... They're smaller, and the ball is, it's almost like an oversized softball. Is it like the Fisher-Price? Like one of those Fisher-Price, like, baby pins? Are you talking talking about that? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Wait, is that what it is? (laughs) So what's it like moving from Canada to Florida? Do you miss the free health care? Yes, yeah. It wasn't a a direct move. I went from Canada to Connecticut, from Connecticut to Louisville, Uh Louisville to... Florida. Oh, nice. Just progressively made your way south? Get away from the cold? Well, Connecticut was expensive and ridiculous. Kentucky was Hillbilly. nice Kentucky. to look at, nice to look at, but not to live in. And uh, Florida seemed like the, uh, the obvious choice. Yeah, because you had the wrestling stuff going on there too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the time that I moved here, a lot of acquaintances and friends all lived here, so it was... Uh, Perfect. The scene, yeah. That's I. That's what I. I miss being there. That there's you're out in Clearwater, right? They're Palm close. Harbor. Yeah, that's. I mean, right near it though, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's. If I were to move back there, I feel like I would want to go to either that area, or Fort Lauderdale, might closer to Miami. Like I wouldn't want to be in Miami though, but Mm-mm. Fort Lauderdale, I really I've enjoyed being there, but I do miss. It's very peaceful out there. I will say. Nice. Do you see yourself ever moving, JD? Anymore from Florida? Yeah. I don't know. Good answer. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Where, <laughs> where, where, wherever life will take me. Yeah, just along for this ride. I want to know. Hold on a sec. I want to know. You said you were from Long Beach. Yeah. Does it live up to the reputation of LBC being gangster? <laughs> Oh, my God. You know, every time I mention that I'm from Long Beach, California, it doesn't matter. Every white, there's one white dude that has to say that. Oh, no. Erase. Erase. One white guy. Uh, Erase. Ding, ding, ding. The LBC, huh? I've heard that from every white dude every time I talk to him. It's so funny. Editor, please edit that out. Can we? No, we need that mustang. Let's leave leave that. You guys just can't help Let's make a clip of that and basically just post it up on Instagram all the time. gives out your your age and your race. Like you listen to 90s hip-hop for sure. (laughs) Right. More questions, J.D. Let's uh, let's keep this going. I mean, I kept it. You know, Long Beach is actually one of the biggest demographically cities in Southern California. It actually has... More bars per capita than I think. Well, you know, Long Beach wow, really? was, was yeah. Long Beach was actually supposed to be originally supposed to be downtown LA. It's for for a while, but I think a lot of politicians decided not to. Really, right? And mm-hmm. then they sort of pushed all the like pushed everyone like low income families out there. Yeah. Um, 
Long Beach is great. I stayed more closer to the beach area, like on the border of Orange County and Long Beach. But it was a very cool, I'm from Orange County, but I had a lot of friends in Orange County, but okay. I worked mostly in LA. And so it was a great in-between spot, mm -hmm. you know. But yeah, it's more bars per capita. It was great because it's very conducive to a young adult that's not married or with kids. That's why I think they have more bars per capita than anywhere. I always thought, because I lived in Chicago, I always thought Wisconsin. Because every time I go to Wisconsin, there's like a bar every block. Yeah, I tour Madison, Wisconsin yeah. every year. By the way, if you're in Madison, Wisconsin, I'll be there September 13th and Ooh. 14th back at Silk Madison. But Madison, Wisconsin, I used to actually stay an extra day yeah. just so I can day drink on Sunday. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> so great. That is, I had a show out there last year in, in Wisconsin. That there were a lot of bars now that I think about it. It's a college town. Yeah. It's a good college town. But Not, every time, yeah, I think I uh, went to Milwaukee or something. It was a lot of bars. Yeah. It was definitely a lot of bars there. Well, that's like when you go to this small town and like people, there's not a lot to, do, to do. So you, you drink and then everyone has kids and... Mm -hmm. That's fun. It's fun to pass through those cities, isn't it? I've yeah. been everywhere. It, it, I think it's good for it to experience traveling. I think yes. everyone should, but it, it's... You appreciate it. Yeah. You appreciate home. You appreciate America. That, yeah. I do. America. I do. I like going to Atlanta, Madison. Like, I like going to the small towns. Yeah, I've, I mean, I think I mentioned this. I lived in Alabama, Virginia, Chicago. Yeah. Hillbilly Joe. Yeah. Hillbilly Joe? <laughs> yeah. That's why we were trying to find new nicknames for Joe. Hillbilly, Hillbilly Joe. Joe. Nice. He refers to himself as Asian Joe because he's always been the only Asian Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that's his why. It's like, hey, just call me Asian. You know who it is. We've already had your nickname forever, but I'm trying to find add-ons to it. Mm -hmm. Angry Asian. Angry Asian, Asian Joe. Joe. Hillbilly Asian Joe. Yeah. <laughs> that's my goal every week. I need to just introduce you a different... Name. Yeah. <laughs> Every week, depending on your behavior, you'll yeah. be <laughs> given a title. So you stayed in for New Year's then, correct? You said you yes. just took it easy. Are yeah. you normally a big partier or no? No, I'm in bed so early. My da daily routine when I'm home, not shooting or traveling, yeah. is typically gym, grocery store, dog park, food yep. prep. I try to keep it interesting, but to be honest with you, like my job, like being in the adult industry is the coolest thing about me. And yeah. it takes a lot of like prep work and, you know, I like to save my mental energy and make sure that you have to have a strong foundation, whatever you do and keeping your body healthy, keeping your home clean. I just bought my first home so that I'm obsessed with it. Thank you. I love it. It's one of the what, reasons that brought me out here. What part of Vegas did you move in? So I'm in Summerlin, but I love it. The Vegas has grown exponentially yeah it is it is crazy dude like i i mean i started doing the podcast about a, a year and a lot has changed by your house it's crazy. there was right. like this was all desert when i my house was built it was just all desert around me i could see the strip from upstairs beautiful view now and they built homes all around and now um north of me they built they're building thousands of new homes right. so the appeal to me was this area was very quiet and i was able to like lay low uh, when i was off the road and but the downfall was it was really far from everything kind right. of in vegas now it's like now this area is really crowded too it's a lot of traffic and i'm really far from everything and i'm just kind of i'm kind of over it I've, i'm debating renting this out and moving summerland like i like spanish trails area like somewhere in oh. renting this out and then but i gotta wait and see here what i love happens. red rock i love living near red yeah. rock like I wake up early. So I kind of have a routine. So the going out New Year's Eve was just not really in the cards for me. Plus I had been in LA for the week of Christmas. So okay. I just got home. I was trying to chill out, Settle trying down. to take it easy. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, so you're enjoying it here then. I am. I also I moved out here because I want to open a pole dance studio Ooh. within the next year or two, and so running a business in Las Vegas is so much going to be so much easier than it would be in California. I didn't even know about state taxes. I didn't even I thought everyone paid the same state taxes as California. There is no state taxes. There's tax no here. state taxes here, <laughs> so Florida. Dope. Yeah, that's so saved. stoked. That's Not so... only that, they kind of stay out of your business. I hear. I feel like well, no. It, I mean, it's not not stay out of business, but like they, even though you don't spend uh, spend state taxes here, you do have to pay like a little bit more in fees, like for like for car registration. And right. That stuff is so expensive. a little bit more like also business license, maybe a little more okay. and stuff like that. And so I mean, I'm not. Uh, you're right. They do stay out of your business as long as you pay your dues. And what I mean by that is like if I want to sell water bottles at my dance studio for a yeah. dollar, I feel like California is going to be all up in my grill and want a mm, part yeah. of that. Yeah, you're right. Whereas here, it's just like. Well, by the way, though, I was just talking to my tax people, and me and JD were talking about this a little bit. The they are making it harder and harder for businesses to succeed. I feel like they are. Now there's a new policy that's put in place, and I don't know the, the specific details, but I was I was told that you need to start. I need to start charging state taxes for every state, and it's different in every state. Mm-hmm. And the from a business standpoint, right? Because they're going to start collecting additional taxes oh, uh, for every like. That's one of the things about starting a business. There are so <laughs> many little fees and cost, and like it is. Everybody wants a piece, and they, it, it, that's what makes having a business so difficult, I mm-hmm. think, in, in succeeding, too, yeah. is because you have all these like people just reaching, trying to take, 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 right. take, and you have to really mind your P's and Q's and, and, and just... Make sure you got a good accountant. Yeah, it's everything. When they take, it's just everyone takes, 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 and it's just like... And you're, you're just... It makes it hard, but it's like... I feel like with Nevada... We've laid low for so long. Now everyone from California is coming here. Yeah. Oh yeah! I was telling. I feel like eventually they're going to have toll roads here. They're going to because like the, the hotels have started charging for parking already. Like it's, they're just going to look at this and be like, okay, all these people are here now. How can we make even more money oh, yeah, from them? Sure. Huge influx. Well, I, of I think from what California. like yeah. Vegas gets like seventy percent of their income from people coming from yep. LA. Yeah. You know, I heard that Reno has an influx of people from moving in there from the Bay Area, mm-hmm. raising their prices up. Yeah, it's yeah. happening. It is in well, Vegas. Can you been... imagine moving from the Bay Area to Reno? Well, <laughs> it's an entirely people different. People are living in, in garages. They're renting out garages to live in San Francisco. Everybody stop. We are overpopulating yes. America. Just take it easy. Enjoy we talk your about life. this all the time. Wait, 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 wait. We don't have to stop. We just responsible. <laughs> Very true. So we're going to have God a lot damn. of bleeps in this episode here. It's all right. <laughs> Why, we're bleeping that stuff now? The, yeah. The last couple episodes. For we advertisers. We keep, for no, advertisers. it's okay. But the, we keep fudge. a clean rating. It helps with advertisers. It was Definitely. So. I apologize. No, no. no it's, oh, I'm the worst. I was. I'm, Dude, I'm, was this is all my fault. Dude, he <laughs> was Irish. He was like an Irish like sailor. <laughs> I, well, I cause this like if I do interviews and stuff, I don't do that. And like when I but for my own show and like this is more laid back and it's yeah. and again it's the setting. So if I'm doing an interview with somebody, as far as and I'm interviewing them, I'm not cussing and whatnot. Right. But it, I just there's different layers to how you act in different situations. Right. That's real to me. So, but trying to. Uh, because from from an advertiser standpoint, it's just tough. And I think with wrestling too, coming from a PG company, you wanted. I think at first it was like, okay, show them the real you, and then it's like, okay, as far as you could, 
And Show just them kinda, the real nice you. Yeah, yeah. but you could have all there's all different layers and different people act different in different situations. So totally, I try. I'm trying to not cuss as much because I don't cuss all the time in real life necessarily. But it depends if I'm around you. We're yeah, bullying. We, yeah, we're we're swearing left you know. and right because you're angry at me because I'm beating you. Yeah. Same. So, but uh, speaking of advertisers, want to take a break? Yeah, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna take a quick little break right here, and we're gonna be right back after these messages. Cool. You've heard us talk about Real Good Foods before on the podcast and just how much I love their Real Good pizzas and enchiladas. Now Real Good Foods also has their new poppers, which are a super low-carb cross between a chicken nugget and a jalapeno popper. All of their foods are low-carb, grain-free, gluten-free, and keto-friendly. Most items have as low as 3 to 4 grams of carbs per serving. From their chicken crust pizza, enchiladas, cauliflower crust pizzas, snack bite pizzas, and poppers, you can't go wrong with anything from Real Good Foods. All items are available at realgoodfoods.com, on Amazon, and in retail locations all over the country, with a store locator on their website. Save 10% with discount code RYBACK off of realgoodfoods.com. Real Good Foods. Feed me more. Ryback invented this. Ryback invented that. You've all seen the made-up headlines, but the one thing the big guy Ryback did invent is Feed Me More Nutrition. All-natural sports nutrition for men and women. Available on FeedMeMore.com and Amazon. Check out FeedMeMore.com and click on our monthly specials for our Wake Up Unlimited Energy Cherry Limeade Buy One, Get One Half Off and Vanilla Iso-Hungry Grass-Fed Prebiotic-Enhanced Protein Isolate. Buy one, get one half off. We have something for everybody with Feed Me More Nutrition, so swing by the website and check it out for yourself. Feed Me More. We are back. Back, back, back. Welcome back, from the, everyone. From the bathroom? From bathroom We all breaks. took a pee break. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the same time, though. While you guys were gone, JD showed me his tattoo. Of wait, what? Yeah. Whoa. His lower back tattoo. It's the the one I can't show anybody. It's his lower back tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't my back. Oh, hey now. So I understand, Jaden. Joe is telling me, hillbilly Asian Joe, that you are a wrestling fan. I'm a wrestling fan. I'm, I was a Mankind era fan. Attitude era. Yeah. So not so much anymore then. I haven't been keeping up as much, but I haven't been keeping up on anything really. I haven't been yeah. into TV or movies a lot lately. I think that's just part of like the last few months I've been busy with the move and not being stuck in traffic makes me, you know, you get into other things as you grow. I'm Absolutely. more of a documentary junkie. I'm always interested, though, because this is a common thing. And, but wrestling ratings are actually at their all-time lowest. That's nuts. Essentially. So that's why I always ask, because, like, you were at one time a really, really... Totally. Phoenix was also. Right. And yeah, then I was too. Hey, I was too. But <laughs> what, what, do you remember when you started becoming disinterested and why? Oh my gosh. I don't think it was like a deliberate disinterest. Okay. Because when you stop watching wrestling, I, I would say like probably 2006, I stopped, of course. Okay. That's but right only that because time, yeah. I just sort of phased out, but it's like I never stopped thinking about it and remembered the experiences I had as a fan because 
I remember the mankind and thinking about it even today. Now I've found myself more watching the documentaries about wrestling. Really? Yeah, I've like the new Jake the Snake documentary. Oh, it's amazing! Yeah, incredible. And the struggles of of all that. It's right. And we mentioned that we're going to have the DDP on. And we're gonna we're, we're gonna have him on as a guest. Diamond Dallas Page. No movie. way. Yeah, he has a new yoga book coming out. His his DDP yoga his his business is really boomed and taken off over the years here i can imagine yoga being so such a revolution like as far as recovery goes because you guys yeah. destroy your bodies every night yep. how important is what's your Stretching. recovery routine i always so i actually did edp yoga myself for a couple of years there but then i started tailoring stretching a stretching routine for some of my injuries and whatnot but uh every wrestler has to stretch and warm up pretty much because you you start getting really, really tight and things start hurting, inflammation and everything. But So as a pole dancer, we know that you can't stretch cold muscles. So what is yeah. your, like, before and after? Oh, so I so for me, it's like what I will usually do is like an active warm-up. But I, it's almost just, like, I start with the neck and I do 20 neck rolls each way. Yeah. I, do arm, I do arm movement, arm, like rolling my arms. I literally work my way down my body, twisting, and then I do, like, stuff for my inner groin and right. stuff. It's just then my knees, I literally work my way down my body and we'll just do a warm up in that way. Mm -hmm. And then I start warm, just slowly stretching. And I'll do like, or oh, hang from a pull up bar. I do like a whole routine with that too. Oh, okay. But I usually start by, and I have here my foam roller. I start yeah. here and I have a massaging foam roller where it's. Um, Is it like battery operated? Yeah, yeah. The, it's, I'll have to show it to you when Hell we're done. Yeah. It's high powered. And, uh, and then I got a, the Warrior is. Massage Gun deal this high-powered massage gun tool mm -hmm. i do this whole warm-up thing here before i go to the gym and then do the other warm-up and then i stretch and do that then i get into my my thing but like i don't like uh when i was younger it used to be like we'd hopped on the elliptical machine or something and you'd get the blood going and just that's what i do first thing at the gym really yeah i do like five minutes on the elliptical to w get my heart rate up yeah and then i do the upper body or lower body i really only started going to the gym when i moved here because before i was only going to yoga and dance and doing my pole dance classes because they really balanced each other out but i found that i needed the gym because it's made me so much stronger on the pole absolutely do you do yoga now still do you go I have not i haven't really done it since i've been you're just at home i've been telling myself i want to join a yoga class and start going to like i want to work on that but i'm getting ready to do some more stem cells and maybe a shoulder surgery here coming up but uh that's one of the things i want to absolutely I, I feel like i would like to start going because i'm going to start getting myself get back into my routine again and, and going to my boxing and muay thai eventually again but i want to i was like i want to add yoga into the mix and it's on my goal board for this year is increase my flexibility to even more i'm telling you it'll probably change a lot of things for you it's great with meditation and stuff too like just stretching and quieting your mind i find definitely if you do you find that too that like it's a very euphoric feeling when you're done oh yeah it's so different than going to the gym yeah it's so different than which that gives me great pleasure but i found stretching gives it a it's it, it, it's like totally different peace of mind different. yeah so yeah that's really and i was gonna you, ask you if you knew a good place out here but well let's go let's find a place i definitely have some i've already are we doing yoga dates out. now on this show damn it no, yes I'm, you gotta do hot yoga though i'm gonna you guys, eat a, i started doing bikram which is the hottest yoga. It's right. the 90 minute, 105 degree, but it's no music. You still get your meditation done. Are you challenging me, Jay? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, if you're ready for Bikram, I'll take you. I think you could handle it. The more muscle mass you have, the easier it is. Your first oh, really? Time. <laughs> Piece of cake. Dude, seriously. You better take like five towels. It's though. very, yeah. um, 
detoxing. Yeah, what do you wear? Someone was saying you can't wear like uh, too much clothes. They said because it makes it really because you're just drenched, right? Yeah, you just want to uh, wear you, as you, little clothes as possible. Three singlet. When you were That's what I was gonna, I actually <laughs> so wearing the wrestling singlet would that would that be appropriate for that setting? Or I'm the, telling you, nothing is too inappropriate for Bikram because nobody's paying attention. Everybody's suffering. Miserable. Oh, I'm sure people are gonna pay attention to my back. Joe, we'll bring you in there with the special I'm gonna, I'm gonna camera. Be, no, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be there with the ice cream just eating outside. It's like, oh. man, you guys are freaking hot in there. I'm just enjoying Ready to conduct the interview afterwards yeah. for the podcast. Once you get into once, if you can if you can handle that, you can kind of handle anything. And once you can handle it, you're like, try me, bitch. Just go ahead. Stand out there with your ice cream cone. I am at peace in my mind. You want to know what really challenges your mind? We're going to get this back to you. We're, I promise you guys, we're going to. this is all about Jaden here pretty soon. <laughs> the intermittent fasting, because we were talking before... I'm trying to get information. I listened to your episode with about Thomas inter- DeLauer, right? Thomas DeLauer, yeah. is that his name? Yeah. Yes. I want to know more about it. Um, the only negative is that I you travel. No, no, I could do. I could still do intermittent fasting. Travel. Yeah, you don't eat. Oh. I take. I take food on the road with me. I'm very, you know. Yeah, you're very, I'm like yeah. a nerd about nutrition. Yeah. So the only reason I was hesitant about it was because I heard it like decreases your fertility. Does it? No, so I, I calorie restriction can decrease. Yeah, so that Thomas t- talked about that on the show. So I recommend first uh, for you, like I've read multiple books on it, and it's just a matter of hearing information from different people, and you got to kind of try and see. But Thomas DeLauer, this is great for YouTube content. This Doctor Berg is an B E R G. We're trying to get him on the show as well. Provides a lot of medical statistics on things and. Thomas would actually, I'll send him a message about the fertility after the show. Because yeah. I don't, I can't give you an answer. I don't right. know that. But everything else I've seen from research is showing, like people think it, it decreases your metabolism. It's all these, that you just eat muscle in this. It, that's not the case. And it has all these healing properties to it. But also, it, like, it depends on your body fat levels too, because your, your body is running off of the body fat. So the leaner you are, if you don't have a lot of body fat, there's different levels to this stuff on how much you would actually need to do or right. be comfortable doing and or how often you should do it. And then you got to prepare to do it. Like I still have a little body fat that's almost like where I'm okay. I'm, I'm getting as lean as I possibly can doing this. But it is extremely challenging to the mind when you first start doing it as far as in just strengthening your mind and whatnot. But your reasons for doing it, like I'm doing it for, for healing properties because when you do these – Stem cell treatments? Yeah, the stem cell procedures and stuff. And they, my doctor was the one that, that brought this to my attention that if you could fast for 48 to 72 hours going into the stem cell procedures, at that 48 to 72 hour mark, your body actually increases production of stem cells. So that when they go in there to take the stem cells in my, from my bone marrow, there's like 10 times the amount of stem cells. So I'm actually getting more stem cells right. for the money I'm paying That's for the procedure. Excellent. And, 24 but, to 48, you said? Yeah, well, 48 to 72. Oh, jeez. So, right. yeah. I, I just missed you. What? You just, what? Yeah, I was going to talk about that, too. I did that. So, I'm conditioning myself. I got to get to 48 hours um, to so I could try to do the 72 because you just don't try to do 72. You got to, like, I did a bunch of 24 hours, and that's easy for me now. I haven't been able to nail a 48 yet. I did 40 a couple weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, and then I did a this one this week. I was 31 hours in and I was in bed. All I had to do was just get to bed oh. and I was going to wake up. I would have been able to find the next day Yeah, because the day is not hard for me. It, it was at night 
and I went from almost ready to pass out that you just all of a sudden get surges of energy because right. your body, like, I got a surge of energy and I couldn't go to bed. And I go, this is, I, I don't think I could it's do this. fuck you up. But I got really cold also. My body, uh, it's really complicated. I started this off with a dry fast too where no food or water for 15 hours. Mm -hmm. So that actually speeds up the process. So just a quick little 24 hours of dry fasting is the equivalent of 72 hours of a water fast. So it's almost... If you, time is something of the essence to you, doing a dry fast for 24 hours, no food, no water, no showering, nothing, hard dry fast, no water contact at all. Oh, wow. Is it amplifies the autophagy, the, the, stem, uh, the, the stem cell production, but also you, you go into fat loss really quick, uh, a lot quicker with that because your body, your body needs to stay hydrated still. So what your body does is it, your body will pull water from fat cells. But in order to get the water from the fat cells, it has to metabolize the fat. So you go into fat burning really quickly on dry fasting. So I stacked this 48-hour fast with a dry fast to start it, to kickstart it. But it made it harder because my first time I got to 40 hours, this time I got to 31. But it was my first time doing the dry fast with it. Right. So it like sped it up and where I went into like ketosis essentially quicker. And I, my body, I, was, I wasn't prepared to go... I, I couldn't make it any longer, essentially. Like I was, I had to eat. How and long was your initial, the kickoff with the dry fast? 15 hours 15. I made it. Yeah. And they say anywhere from 12 to 16 with that. And like mm -hmm. I'm conditioning myself to do longer, longer, right. longer. So I did 15. I felt great. Then I started doing water. You're allowed to have black coffee. Um, you're allowed to do teas. These Zevias, like with Stevia, zero, no calories, no artificial sweeteners or anything like that. And, um, but I recommend you got to watch some YouTube content. Mm-hmm and get some information from these guys. These guys are really experts on it. Right. And then you just kind of ease your way into it. And like the best thing I would say is start with intermittent fasting as far as where you, okay, I'm not going to eat for 10 hours. Easy. Easy. I've already started like a couple times a week, just in the last couple of weeks. A friend of mine that I spent Christmas with told me she'd started and was doing it every day, 16 hours. And it's, benefited her tremendously so i started doing that it's very easy for me 16 is easy for you very easy that's what so that's kind 16, of the 16 is easy for me too i just been noticing that too and that's what they re kind of recommend you work your way up because some people it's really difficult but to get to that 16 8 and do that for a while and then as you as you get used to that then you could kind of i do 19 5 every day for the most part and but i do in doing you talked about calorie restriction and they talk about this in great detail. It's really important. A lot of people that get on the intermittent fasting kicks just start doing it every day. You need to do day, normal days of eating to get more calories in. How and, many days a week? Uh, I do two days a week. Okay. Of where So I go three days fasting of, of the 19-5. And then I do a normal day. Just wake up in the morning, breakfast, eat all throughout the day. And then go back. I stop at 11 o'clock at night and go back on my normal fasting routine until okay. 6 p.m. the following day because I do the 19.5. And then I do two days, and then I do one more day. So it's twice a week I'm getting normal eating days in there. Because what they're finding is it's not so much calorie restriction in a 24-hour period. It's more of a longer-term thing. So as long as you just right. can keep calories coming in when you do the fasting, it, it almost makes the fasting work even better. Okay. Rather than just doing fasting every day. But right. part of that, and again, though, if you get all your calories in, it's not, what they're finding is it's not the calorie restriction as much as it is giving your body a break 
and not releasing insulin constantly because that's what we've been told to eat every two to three hours. It's not, it's the worst thing for us. Your body, the energy that your body takes up to break down the food is keeping us from from fighting diseases. Using it, yeah. And so that's essentially, that's what I'm really interested in now is the healing properties of it. Sure. And where I'm getting, there's people that have done like 21 day fast and they they go, (laughs) when you... Those are excessive, and uh, but to get these healing properties, you don't have to do that long. And again, I think it's it's everyone has different reasons. Some is spiritual, some or mental. Yeah. And but it is truly, it kind of goes with that that hot yoga you were talking about. That's what I just think it's strengthening the mind because if you could control your hunger, and things and whatnot, and like it, it just it just makes you mentally stronger for life, for different Most situations. Definitely. So that's what fascinates me about the the hot yoga though. Doing that oh, it really, and you know, it's e- uh, for me, it was easier than I thought it would be the first time I remember. You're pretty mentally strong, maybe. I think that's yeah, that might be it too. Definitely. So, tell me about that. You, uh, this is because you're it's fascinating for me because we've had uh, other adult entertainers on this podcast, and all of you are so fascinating to me, not because of what you do, but there's always. A lot of you guys are extremely intelligent, I find. And not saying right. every, and again, it's probably, it's not everyone, but for, sure. for the well, ones. Is, they see the same thing about wrestlers. They're, they're big and dumb. Well, that's been the stereotype horrible, on me forever. Horrible, horrible wrestler. Yeah, you know what it's technique. like to walk into a room and people, know, if they know who you are, have them assume that your intelligence level is on a certain yeah. <laughs> cap. No, <laughs> weights and stakes. That's yeah. about. Well, I mean, uh, they look at me too as like, Joe, how are you in the adult industry? You're, you're. You're better than this. You're Asian. Yeah, like you're like yeah. you should be. You know. Oh, who says that to you? See, nobody's really. I've never really had a bad experience up until recently, which we'll get into. But like, I've never. To be honest with you, I haven't been. I'm not like full in like doing full boy girl scenes. I yeah. never have. I've actually been lucky enough to build a career for eight years yeah. just doing. Girl, girl scenes. I've done and a lot so, of Skinamax yeah. stuff. I started off doing a lot of yeah. Skinamax. I had, but so you're, much I mean, fun you, you started off with, with Playboy and, and yeah, and, and I was penthouse. in Playboy magazine. Remember that shit? What year was that? Like 2006. Okay, I was a fresh face, <laughs> 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 freshly 18. Sent my pictures. How to did Playboy. you wait? How did you get did in there? You, yeah, how did, did I some discovery? Honestly, I always wanted to do Playboy. I think I even sent them my pictures that oh. I just took in my bedroom with my digital camera mm-hmm. when I was 17. Oh, wow. Was that your start now into that entire industry? Yeah. You, so you just wanted to do Playboy, essentially. Was that Basically. Was it because like, you found like your dad or your your, 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 your uncle? Oh, yeah, my Playboy, dad. Or? Yeah, my family. I'm very close to my family. Mm-hmm. That's another. I think that kind of sets me apart. I found that a lot of girls in the adult industry, people in the adult industry, not yeah. just the girls. Yeah are like kind of disconnected. They're always like the black sheep of their family. Mm-hmm. But I'm like the star of my yeah. family. I've had a really positive... You had a good childhood, everything. There's no... Uh, there's like... There's no real trauma. I've never been abused or sexually abused in any yeah. way. But I did Playboy. I had a boyfriend. Here's what really um, helped my longevity was that when I wanted to do Penthouse, I wanted to start doing like solo masturbation scenes. I always was a fan of the lesbian performers, the okay. glamorous, like high end, like Janine. Andrew, like Andrew Blake type yes, stuff. Janine yeah. and uh, there was this other girl that was a club Jana contract girl. That's my mom's name, Jenna. Janine. Janine. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hey, ma. You know, some when porn chicks have a grandma on stage name. 
always <laughs> like, what? How did you get there? Yeah. But like my thing was, I so I did Playboy and that was kind of fun. I had a boy. I didn't lose my virginity till I was 19. I was taking oh. nude photos before I was even had sex. Oh, wow. I know. I was just, to be honest with you, I was self-aware enough to know that having sex with a dude, I would... I'm too emotional and sensitive yeah. to handle it at that age. And I was at 19. And then I got into a relationship from 19 to like 21. And he was cool with Playboy. But then when we broke up, I was like, I'm ready to do what I really want to do with my life. <laughs> no, I didn't do, jump in full force. Yeah. I actually had two jobs. I had a bartending and a waitressing job. Okay. I was getting about eight shifts a week. Yeah. And then I gave, I went to an agent, an adult agent. And I was like, look, I just want to do some glamour modeling, potentially maybe lead into a girl, girl career. Here's Tuesdays and Fridays. If you want to book me, I want to see if I actually enjoy the experience. Okay. So my first experience was with Holly Randall, who mm. is a epic legendary. They were the first ones to book. Well, me. her mom, her mom's the most famous. Her mom, Suze Randall, is the most famous erotic photographer in the world. She really? was the first female employee of Playboy magazine in like the seventies. Mm -hmm. She was the first woman to shoot herself for Penthouse before selfies were even a thing. This yeah. woman shot herself with like I think she did like a stick or something like a not a stick like a like a, like no, a wire sticks. like a wire yeah yeah she to, shot to camera. herself with the camera for a pet house before player. a selfie stick was ever yeah yeah yep her and her husband were mm -hmm. like kind of into like the swinging lifestyle yeah. you kind of had to be back then what you oh, yeah. going back to what you said about all us performers being interesting and intelligent yeah. nowadays nowadays it's the internet anyone can be a porn star from their cell phone yeah so it's opened up the, the floodgates to yeah, yeah it's like there's a wide variety well of it used to be it used to be a smaller it used to be kind of like the Wild Wild West a little bit, where right. it's like only a small group of people. It was more political. I feel like you had to know somebody or to get into it. was more... Kind of. Right? Yeah, I think for the most part... Because it's smaller, so it had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, yeah and Holly plus a lot, of, a lot of people were against it. Yeah, you know, it was super fighting. taboo. Yeah, it super taboo. It was super taboo. taboo. So well, now it's like girls that are just like in college that want to make extra bucks are mm -hmm. like camming on the feel, side. Yeah, right. I feel like everybody does that now. Yeah. yeah. It's sort of not, a, it's definitely not as taboo. I've had, I've been lucky enough to have a good experience, but having myself financially independent and then just sort of doing it on the side starting out was the key to every, taking your time, whether it's with real estate, owning a business or doing adult or any kind of job, the key is taking your time mm -hmm. and not being in a rush. Right. So I was never in a rush. I just wanted to see if I enjoyed it and it was something I wanted to pursue. But when Holly Randall, her, that's her mom. Yeah. So she's like an incredibly well-respected and respectful woman who shoots erotic photography. She shot me. She got me like a magazine cover. And then I did Penthouse, became a Penthouse pet. And then I definitely wanted to start doing girl-girl scenes. But I actually did the Skinamax movies before, which okay. was really fun. So what Wait, are the Skinamax so movies? Skinamax is more like a softcore. Yeah, basically scripted sort of soap operas, but okay. with like more emphasis on the. Is that like when we were kids and the, the TV when it was scrambled? It was like I feel like those. No, those. Oh yeah, that is. I mean, kind late of night, late night when you were yeah. watching Cinemax like ten years ago. Yeah, it was more like with with Skinamax is basically they don't show like penetration. Junk. They just show yeah. the the boobs and then the making out yep. and you know the simulated sex scenes. So they never really was full on like they, hard. They cast like us girls, like adult st adult girls, mm -hmm. and then they throw us in with to like, mix with like failed mainstream actors. Yes, <laughs> yeah. 
That's pretty funny. Actually. Like I remember, so I remember the famous one was uh, what Emmanuel, uh, Emmanuel, or the, that was like a series, and I think okay. either HBO or something like that. And then I think Real Sex came out back in like yeah. But um, I still feel even in this day and age, I still kind of feel like porn. You mentioned porn; it's kind of like going number two. Everybody does it like every but day. No one wants to talk about but it. But whenever someone brings it up, we all act like we don't. Right. And it's like only brought up in gro- in group conversations if someone's making a joke about it right. or acting grossed out. Right. Have, have you had the experience? Because JD and me, we actually and we talk about this with like Instagram and social media and whatnot. Because like Instagram is really weird with some of their rules on like not promoting sex or anything. Right. Have you had difficulty with them because? It blows my mind because there's, you see all the other girls, there's so many girls out there just posting. Next what, provocative, yeah. provocative. Like JD, stuff. you were just talking about today with the, with the, on the Voxer. What were you talking about with the, with the women of going, looking back at 2018? Oh, it, it was like, you see these trends that start up, you know, on Instagram or whatever, you know, the most famous one being the, uh, the butt pose that they all do, but I saw so many on uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day of girls that were like naked or just about naked and they had their backs and, you know, they must have put the timer on or whatever. And they're like looking over their shoulder and they're like, oh, looking back at 2018. Like, (laughs) and it's like, Jesus Christ, like, can't you just take a picture or, or just write the quote? Like, why do you have to be naked to say it? Like, it's just so stupid. On that, because but they're doing it for like likes and attention, but like Instagram allows stuff like that. But I find like with other, it seems like with a lot of the adult performers, you guys get your accounts shut down a lot. Yeah, when you're trying to profit off of it or promote a adult oriented business, that's when they want to shut you down. Mm-hmm. I have had my first. I used to be on Instagram just at Jaden Cole, and now I'm at Jaden Cole Five because Instagram shut my first account down. Mm-hmm. How many followers did you have when that happened? Did you like have? Were you up 150 k? Yeah, no, you know? that takes time to get to that. Yeah, and uh, I'm past that now, but um, yeah, it was pretty disappointing. But I noticed that a lot of like, if you're an Instagram model, you get, a, or a lot of like male photographers can post nudity with just like the tits blurred out yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But crazy. they come after us chicks because they don't want. I don't know. I don't know what they want, man. It's well, no, something because where you can't at, be they promoting sex, but all these other people are promoting sex. I feel they're, like I think they. The problem with 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 Instagram, they have it's all computer. It's all computer. So whenever someone flags something, it's automatic. It automatically, like kind of like gives you a point or something, and dings you. Really. And so when it, there's you get enough haters in a way, they'll shut you down. And I think they also do research on your name too. So it's like, is this who is this person? You know, are you a performer? Are you whatever? Like they don't want you promoting also adult websites. Yeah. Correct. You know. Yep. So I understand that. Like, if I had a kid, I'd want, I'd yeah. try to keep it to a minimum. Mm-hmm. It's but just, Twitter, Twitter is like, we don't care. But like, I haven't yeah. had one of those experiences where someone, like, my parents, I kind of, like, they've been with me every step of the way. So they haven't, like, it's not like one day they just saw everything. Right. You yeah. have to tell your family, take it slow. So they took it slow. How was I was gonna? Ask, what do you remember the moment when you when you told them? And well, they already had known about Playboy, and everyone knew about Playboy. My boyfriend. You eased them in, kind of, because that's like a big deal. Like, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, and then I, I came at them. I was like, look, I want to do more nude stuff. I want to see if I like it, more glamour stuff. And they were just like, 
All right, let's see, like make sure you know what you're doing and did your homework on the agency, like what kind of scenes you're doing and always be prepared so to walk they're, off they're set basically, if you're uncomfortable. Yeah, they're basically protecting you and you know, they, they're aware. But loving me unconditionally yeah, of course. at the same time. Yeah. So I made sure, I have walked off of a set before. Yeah. And so um, when I was uncomfortable and I what didn't caused do the scene. That? Okay, so a lot of times when you live in LA, they'll fly you out to Vegas to shoot. Okay. So there was a high-end company. I'll tell you after. It's I want to rent my houses out. I, I, well, we talked about renting my townhouse out for this, by the way, before I rented no it out. Way. Yeah. Where's your townhouse? No, like, it's up here, but I rent it out now. I would just get a property just to own, just to rent that out, because I feel like that could be a very... I think if you, get, if you get a property near the airport... Air, airport it would have it to be, was, yeah. That's one in. of the goals, I think, just yeah. to get a... Because it would just be consistently booked, I feel like. Not this, you, not this for adult, like this for like, mo like, mo like mainstream stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. Airbnb and adult oh, Instagram films. models. Could you take their butt selfies at your yeah, place? Yeah, get a nice place by the airport where mm -hmm. it's centrally located. I was thinking located. about like, yeah, renting out my second bedroom as a cam room to cam girls I want to fly in. That would so, be... So, yeah. I flew in for the day to do a shoot, which high-end company that I was a fan of, like penthouse okay. style stuff. I was stoked. And I got there and you can just tell, Joe can second this, you can tell when someone isn't in the industry that's on set. Of course. They, they're like a little teenager mm -hmm. in like a, or like a kid in a candy store, I would say. And so I see these two guys and they are not in the industry. And I'm looking at them like in the makeup chair, like who are those guys? And finally someone was like, oh, your agent didn't tell you? We had a contest, oh. win a day on a porn set. And I was like, I was looking at the makeup artist. I was like, because they were being creepy. And I was like looking at her like, I'm not staying for this day. I'm so sorry. She goes, well, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, let me finish your face. So at least, you know, for the rest of the day, you won't be walking around with one set of eyelashes right. on your eye. And then I ended up just telling them I'm going to leave. It ended up being fine. They paid me like a little bit of money just to go away and to keep quiet about yeah. it, <laughs> not complain. Yeah. And oh. I hit up Katie Morgan lived here mm -hmm. and she's a friend of mine. And I hit her up randomly. I go, hey, dude, I don't know if you're busy or whatever. I just want to let you know I'm unexpectedly in Vegas for the day. Would you like to hang out? Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, I have a joint rolled. I'm coming to pick you up. <laughs> Tell me the story. Because at the time she was retired. Yeah, it was, she was before retired. she came back. Yeah. So she kind of was like, tell me your story, I'll tell you mine. Yeah. You know, she's like, I got plenty of stories. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm sure. Doing and she's one of the, she's like, Katie Morgan's actually one of the smartest uh, adult actresses out here, even though she acts. She has a bubbly, bubbly she personality, has that voice. The voice, the, 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 the squeaky voice and yep. stuff like that. But like she was able, I mean, I think she has an intelligence to go to Mensa. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, and. Yeah, it was just... You, you know, know, people are smart in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. There's sure. many different ways to be intelligent. You know? Yeah. I've met... I know a girl just like that, very bubbly, mm -hmm. but she's extremely... Sharp. Yeah. And, and she's observing everything, and people think she's just a complete idiot, and she is... I'm just like, oh, that's dangerous, because, like, it, it... I've never... She's extremely intelligent. Right. It's just, like, but like, people have no idea... It, it, it's yeah. like, it's I'm sure crazy. in wrestling too, you have to be a couple different types of intelligent to navigate yourself yeah. through that industry. Yep. It's, there's a lot of similarities between that and the, like, I, that's what I realized with talking with Phoenix and they're completely different altogether, but there's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of similarities too. and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So, um, you know, now like the background and stuff like that. And so obviously experiencing and dating, you, right. you've been having, I mean, so far, like, Joe's one of my best friends. I think it's very important for women, like not just in the adult industry, but mm -hmm. in general, to have like 
a solid group of straight guy friends that aren't going to bullshit <laughs> well, them. I wouldn't say straight. That aren't going to... I'm Asian, so... <laughs> <it's>... That aren't going <laughs> <laughs> to bullshit them, that aren't going to them, but also right. just keep it real. Yeah, because yeah. Because girls, we kind of like each other just to raise each other's confidence when you're when we're friends you know we don't have a yeah. we're like oh, well, no, sometimes, sometimes girls sometimes they do look at you sometimes as competition so right, they sometimes know. so you never know if a girl is just being really like a real friend or right. actually just trying to get to know you and so that way they can find your weaknesses and right. bring you down so that's it's it's a very cutthroat industry. Well, it's like in everything. I yeah, say like they, there's very too. few friends you're actually going to have in life. Most people are just going to be acquaintances to some degree. But it's that's where like when you find someone that you click with and you can keep in your inner circle. But it's never a lot. Nobody, you're never going to have this huge inner circle. And I so agree. It's extremely important. To usually, have usually the right like pieces. if you have like pretty much three good friends, that's pretty much all you need. Yeah, you don't. I say. read somewhere. The human Rolodex for inter human interactions is you can only have 150 people in touch, in contact with at one, any given time. Yeah. That's what our brains are all capable of is 150 yeah, people. Like Facebook social kind media. Of, yeah, social media. Everything yeah. ruins that. Everyone's going crazy because our brains it. can't handle it. Yeah, exactly. It's a new phenomena for sure. So for the past eight, so when I first got in the industry, I had the first boyfriend when I was 19. We broke up when I was 22. It was 23. I got in the industry and I started dating a guy that was in the industry behind the scenes. I feel like that's how it starts kind of with it. Is that kind of, that's pretty normal, right? He didn't right? get me into it. No, but like dating somebody in the industry. Yeah, for it's definitely, especially in the first year, it feels very safe. Okay. You know, and um, I was like the first girl he dated in over 10, he, he's older than me, obviously, but he, first girl he dated in like 10 years that didn't fuck other dudes for a living. Okay. So I was kind of like the little princess. And so he kind of like enjoyed, you know, what I did was super cool. And I started going on the road feature dancing. That's my main source of income and my main game, my main passion. Okay. Is doing the strip club tours. That's what that is. Feature dancing is going yeah. around and doing yeah. the clubs. Yes. Okay. They promote you, you know. I've seen that. Yeah, like Christy Mack now, on Instagram is always yes. doing well, yeah, that, no, right? But, you know, because I, now I, I mentioned that. Uh, I'm the feature manager at Sapphire. Yeah. So whenever there's a new feature out there, I that's okay. Like, when you said that, I wasn't even thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of like be their li liaison as far as the club goes and stuff like that. If they ever need, they need anything and to make sure the experience is all right. Yeah. You're a great in between guy. You're a yeah. great guy for that. Do people mistreat you ever? You've been mistreated by some girls. Yeah, but I'm not gonna name names. Okay. For sure. All good. I don't yeah. want anyone mistreating my little sweet Asian Joe, <laughs> my little angel Asian Joe. All right, stop talking about me. Let's talk about you. So I didn't date for another, like, it's been about six or seven years since we broke up. So I just have been busy with work, and it's my Focus. passion. Yeah. And I love it. And I want to build a foundation financially to open my pole dance studio. Yeah. It's been fun. And I've had a good support of, like, family. And, like, my civilian friends, we call them civilians, just people who are not in the industry. They think it's so cool. Because uh, you, when you Google my name, you're going to see my stage name come up, but it's not like a bunch of dick. So it's not, yeah. it's not like really inappropriate or off-putting. Yeah. You know. I did my homework too. You did your homework for the show. I checked his joke and it was like, oh, that's, it's not nearly, that's exactly no. what it is. It's hard to have a, it's not as common to have a career where like glamour modeling, nude modeling used to be a whole career opportunity. Like. Well, yeah, I remember like like what model, model Mayhem, perfect, yeah. yeah, like was like such a huge deal for like a lot of glamour models, and yeah, you're right, Perfect Ten, Maxim, uh, uh, FHM was oh, such yeah. a huge thing back in the day. Now it's but like now Instagram. it's like Instagram <laughs> and people posting stuff for free yeah. and yeah, trying to get more attention. 
So in April, I started talking to a guy and um, we started dating in June and we fell for each other really quick. Okay. And then um, I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is my first I want to mention though, like, so I get a text message. Yeah, you take it from your perspective yeah. as well. So I get a text message from Jaden and, or no, she, you actually DM me on Instagram. Oh, it's yeah. Like, hey, um, just don't text me, but um, I'm coming out to in town. We had plans. Um, I have a, I have a, like a, a guy friend I have a really huge crush on. Um, so if, if my phone, my text message goes off, I think it's going to be him. So please don't text me. <laughs> it's like, Do you know what I'm saying? Like I was expect, I had hit him up on Instagram for the first time after we met, hoping that he'd respond. And I was like, Joe, I know we're supposed to be in touch right now. Do not text me tonight. I just fucking click send. <laughs> I'm yeah. waiting for that. I sent him my number. I'm waiting for a text. I don't know. I well, go, I go, I send him my number, like trying to be smooth because I haven't done this in six years. I'm rusty in real life. Okay. okay? Like I can schmooze a girl on set all day and fall in love for the day. But like in real life, I'm still like rusty and nervous. And so I send him my number and um, I was just like, D uh, I go, um, in case of an emergency, here's my number. That's literally like, <laughs> that's so said, In case of an emergency, here's my number. Yeah, he texted me like about a half hour after we talked. He okay. goes, it's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody's really seen me get stupid like this. I'm thinking like, oh, it's been a few years. I must know what I'm doing. Yeah. So I get with this dude who's very like intense and OCD and anxiety ridden. And okay. he's into working out. He taught me a lot about working out. But he's intense. We were yin and yang. I'm chill and laid back. Yep. We kind of balanced each other out. So I'm thinking this is a great match. So in October, he takes me to meet his family, his Jewish family. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. So we get there. The weekend goes great. It's Monday, and we both have to take separate flights because we're going to separate yeah. homes. So and I met this guy, and you nice know he's he's a really nice guy. Um, a lot shorter than I expected, actually. Because you're tall. You're five ten. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm almost. I'm five eleven. Yeah. Ooh, that's a big girl. You're tall. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. How tall was the guy? Probably like five eight. Yeah. Oh, did that bother him? Not no. Well, the thing is, though, he comp he overcompensate by having bigger things. Muscles. Big That's dogs. usually the case with a lot of bodybuilders. They're oh, always yeah, on the big short. Dogs, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, <laughs> yeah. dude. I don't care at all. I don't... I'm the opposite. I have the small dogs. Yeah, yeah. They make yeah, me feel yeah. bigger. Yeah. Yeah, the Asian girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were walking one time. We were walking like one of his big dogs. And with me next to him and the big dog, he's like, I really look like I'm overcompensating here. I need a lifted truck and I'm set. Everyone yeah. knows what's up. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> what was the, the the Jewish family like? Oh, dude, they were, um, well, they Jewish? were nice. Yeah. They were super easy to go. But like, I'm easy going. Yeah. Like, I could get along with anybody. So we leave. So what, I'm 2% so Jewish, you tell by the what, way, so I could say No anything. one cares. Okay. So in no. the beginning, he was very uncomfortable with what I do. Okay. But he kept, let me tell you, he encouraged my work from the whole time we were together. He would be like, all right, you know, I know you need to take your pictures for OnlyFans yeah. or Snapchat. So just go over there. Go do it. And we even made jokes about it. I have a picture of me doing one of my Snapchats where he's in the background pretending to jerk off. That's how cool he was with it. Okay. Right? So Monday we get home. Wednesday, he's like, I need to have a serious talk with you. I'm like, whoa, I'm at the principal's office. What's going on? We've been yeah. getting along so well. I'm like, what could possibly and how long go were you guys on? together at this point? Since I mean, April. Since just like June. Okay. So June, June, June. Yeah, okay. solid. Since so June. when was, when was I was got again? November. Yeah. This is October, like Halloween. 
Oh, right okay. before I'm supposed to go to this. So almost together half a year, five, six right. months. Okay. We were so, supposed to because we we're supposed to hang out. Okay. And we're then, all supposed to hang out. That okay? So November second through fourth is this convention in New Jersey called Exotica. Yep. He lives in New York. I was supposed to stay with him for four days afterwards. We had booked a trip to Costa Rica late November for Thanksgiving. All right. He was supposed to come stay with me all of most of December. Joe was supposed to take my hotel room on Sunday night because I was going to go stay with him on Sunday night. The morning of November 1st, he's like, I need to talk to you. And I, my flight is three, it's 6 a.m. And I'm like, dude, I called him right away. Like, what's going on? My flight leaves in four hours. Coming to see you. Yeah. <laughs> what's up? He's like, my family Googled you and they found uh, a bondage scene that you've done eight years ago and flipped the fuck out. The family member that outed me to him called him at the airport and was like, what did you say she did? He was like, you know, she's kind of like the pole dancer and she's been a stripper in penthouse. Yeah. And because he didn't want to show, give them all the way, which was a mistake. I went along with it because it wasn't my family. Yeah. That... Whatever he's comfortable with, I'm going to go along with. Yep. So he kind of held off. He didn't say anything about the porn stuff. And they flipped the fuck out. And the family member that outed me, he told me once before and after we broke up that this particular family member had mildly sexually abused him when he was a child. I can't relate to that. Yeah. No wonder he freaked the fuck out. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know what to do with that. He was basically like, everything's canceled. Like, don't come here. I'm canceling Costa Rica. I'll get you your money back for the plane tickets. He just shut everything down. He was like, I don't want to talk to you. And I was like, I got to go to a convention, put on a smiley face for the yeah, next two days. All right. I'll brush it under the rug. I got this. You know, like the next day I kind of got to work. I started emailing all my agents, letting them know, hey, I'm available for November, even though I said I wasn't, you know, started to try to get more work. And yeah, that's going. When, yeah, she texted me and I said, F that guy. Who, you know, yeah, everyone like, was like, F that guy. Yeah. Saturday, I was, did a panel with Lisa Ann. Mm -hmm. She goes, you staying with your dude after this? I go, he just broke, after our panel, and I, we were just like, you know, smiling and waving. I go, he just broke up with me. She goes, Where are you, what are you going to do in New York for three days? I was like, haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. Just taking one day at a time. I just booked my flight home and a little earlier, you know, yeah. and that was that. But you we actually, only, no, actually, you got to stay with a, a few good friends. With yeah, Danny, and, Danny Daniels. Yeah, and they, so. Dude, nobody rallies like porn people. And yeah. I have to say, this was the first time I really like, had anything to open up about. So I kind of told everybody what was up the whole throughout the weekend. Man, they were so supportive. You know, the thing yeah. is, well, well they all deal with it too, I'm yeah, sure. That's why they, dealt, to they dealt with that. Everyone like, had I've, their own version of this story. Of course. But I hadn't before. Mm -hmm. I didn't really let that anybody in. Yeah. yeah. I was really shocked. I thought something like this, if it was going to happen, would happen the first few years. You kind of yeah. them with one eye open, like, right. who's going to with me? And no one really did. So I was. And, and that guy, would you, did you, you, he was really into you, you felt, too, right, going in? Well, dude, he was, like, all over, like, yeah. just all Look, about her. Our, our mutual friend that set us up, I went to go see her. She lives in New York, too. On Monday, I had lunch with her. She was like, I thought you guys would have gotten married within a year after I talked to him. The way he talked about you, right. I thought you guys were going to be married in a year. You want to... too quick to let someone have access to your emotions like that on both sides. You know what I would... In just hearing this story and in, in putting... Trying to... Piece it together. Put myself like in your position. Have you ever thought about when... in For in dating, that when you do find somebody that you are interested in and you, you feel like there is something there, 
getting that taken care of right away where they, if there's like communicating if with your family, with their family, you know, just to see the vibe on that. So before you get emotionally invested in somebody, because, but the guy was cool, but obviously he had a close connection to his family and valued right. their opinion more than his own. Or you know what I mean? Where it totally. was totally so like where and it again that's it, and, it, and it, mind you though he's a lot older guy. He's a lot yeah. older guy. But yeah. it's time. I'm, I'm just trying to think of something to cover you for yourself. That's before. a great idea. I know what you're saying. But like, I don't know how soon you could, yeah. When you're starting to really connect, like let's throw it, throw this out there with your family. See if they're okay with it. Yeah. You know. And just to see if they're like, well, I don't talk to my family. Or, like, you can yeah. at least kind of gauge it and kind of see, like, because if they're right. super close, then you rather than because say you invested two years before you met them or a oh. year, that would have been even more devastating. Oh yeah, oh. it would be. I'm just trying to think of selling ways to protect you of for yourself because. Uh, for that to not happen again. Yeah, because yeah, I was th- there's always a lesson to be so learned from every situation, I feel. Many lessons. Yeah, and it, it's and again, I think too with the in dating that it wasn't the right person and now you've learned a very valuable lesson in that and it's like because and I t- was talking to Joe about this, you're in a very you just you have to find the right mind for you that understands and like because I always tell people there's no right or wrong and like people can get married and, and be completely happy and content and they're very conservative and their two right minds are happy in that situation. But that doesn't mean that two minds completely of opposite views can't find each other and live a completely different life and be happy. There's a million different scenarios. You just need to find the right one that understands your life. and Because there is, there has to be somebody out, you know what I mean? Yes, And yes. It's, so it's like, but learn from that and then apply it to the next situation. So, and at the same time, you could speak about your experience and help other performers that are getting into it kind of navigate this. Yeah. Right. Because I, you know, everyone, it was the first time because all his family members that we were staying with and seeing had all seen this and all told him and like freaked out about it and was like, you can't like, that's, it was the first time I felt like a group of people were looking at me like, that's disgusting. Ew. I can't believe she's doing how shocking and disturbing. Mm -hmm. I was like, is it (laughs) really (laughs) like, so I had a bondage scene. I had a couple, in fact. In fact, I almost went back to that company and tried to shoot for them. But you know year. what's crazy, though, is the fact that the guys found it and sent it out to That's everyone. what I'm saying. This That's family like, basically, like, passed what? it yeah. around, and it was like I was a circus act. Yeah. Exactly. I still am. Exactly. So and so it was the first time I felt like people were standing around a phone, like this family that I opened and, yeah. my fa- my heart up to, right? you know, and we're standing around a phone looking and pointing and like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I was like, dude, look, no one can shame you but yourself. Yeah. No one can embarrass you but yourself. And so I felt shame because I, well, I felt betrayed and heartbroken, yeah. Yeah, that's but the shame set in a couple weeks later. And I, so I, I, hadn't been into therapy before, but I knew that a healthy person's reaction to this trauma would be to get a therapist. I fortunately, the one, the one friend who hooked us up is an adult entertainment publicist. Okay. She actually suggested an adult industry friendly therapist and we got along right away. Hold that thought one second. I want to take one more quick break here and I want to talk all about this when we come back. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the big guy, Ryback. And I want to talk to you about Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service I've been using for years. Meal prep at your doorstep. Fuel Meals at fuelmeals.com has something for everybody. An easy way to eat healthy in this fast-paced life we are all living. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I go to my Fuel Meals 
and I love it. I love to eat real food, but the fact is I can't cook for every single meal of the day. So fuel meals come in handy for me when I need it most, and I think it could help you too. Tell them the big guy sent you and use discount code the big guy to save 15%. Fuelmeals.com. Feed me more. It's the big guy Ryback with Feed Me More Nutrition, and I just wanted to say thank you guys for another great year. We started the brand with three supplements, and we're now getting ready to release our seventh supplement, our 10-count creatine. We just released our GTS Go to Sleep High-Powered Sleep Aid, so if you have a difficult time falling asleep or staying asleep, check out our all-natural GTS Sleep Aid available on feedmemore.com and Amazon. Speaking of feedmemore.com, we have all new domestic shipping rates. No shipping over $9.99 domestically anymore, with rates as low as $4.99. We want to be more competitive, and as a thank you guys for being loyal customers, offer you the best shipping rates we possibly can. So if you guys haven't checked out Feed Me More Nutrition, now's your chance. We are a premium all-natural supplement company that gives you safe, natural formulas that get results. FeedMeMore.com and Amazon. Get hungry. Stay hungry. Feed me more. All right. We are back. And not to cut you off before, but the breaks are, uh, they are important to have in the shows. The pace for the show. You got to pay bills. You got to pay the bills. You got to pay the bills. Definitely. The, so you, you found a therapist. Oh yeah. So this adult industry friendly therapist, which was important. I was concerned that like, I wouldn't find one that I clicked with, but I clicked with her right away. Uh, it's been going great. She goes, you're having a very normal reaction. Don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt yourself just because this family made you feel like what you're doing is damaging. It hasn't been damaging to you. So don't let damaged people tell you what you are and like if you're damaged or not, basically. It's like social media too and these negative people or haters, don't let them control your mood or dictate. Like it's all how you react to the situation. Well, he and, was right? kind of like, like when he broke up with you, but he was still kind of playing with you. Oh, like, yeah. He was definitely like, oh, I don't know what will happen in the future. I just can't be with you while you're actively in porn. It bothered me the whole time. And then six weeks, it, what happened to me, I didn't start with the therapist until about six weeks later. And I'll tell you what happened was a few weeks went by. I thought I would get over the breakup. And then a few weeks went by and it, the reality of like the shame with the family, because mm -hmm. he started really set in and I started to feel worse. And really? I was like, dude, I need like what? is going on. And so when I talked to the therapist, she's like, you're going through two types of trauma, basically. So that's why it got worse for you. And so mm -hmm. getting worse, he's kind of like emailing back and forth. He was really nasty to me the first few weeks. Yeah. He was emailing me Ugh. horrible shit. Like, you're disgusting. What did you expect? Like, how could you sign off on that? Uh. My family wasn't poking it or prodding. They were just looking, Googling your name. That's nothing. And I was just like, whoa. Right. You were so supportive. What happened? So mm -hmm. I was, I was pretty upset, but. Do you think it, like looking back at it too, the best, and then like, again, for the future, for other people, cutting off contact altogether once that happens, or do you think by continuing to, to, to have conversations with him, it made it worse? Or, or are you glad that you did to see? You know, what's crazy though. He did mention that all his, he got along with all of his other ex-girlfriends. Yeah. He's like, I'm always in touch with all my other ex-girlfriends. I go, then why is he being so nasty to me? Because right. he also established, you've been nothing but honest and loving toward me. Yeah. I was like, then why are you being so nasty? And he was just like, I don't want any more contact with you. So I think transference had a lot to do with this. 
But I was very hurt and upset the first few weeks while he was just being so nasty. But I think he was just trying to block it all out. I think that was going to say, I wonder if he was going through that in his own way because he did like you and then his family messed everything up and that was his natural mechanism was to then get nasty to try to justify or to get you to maybe act a certain way that he feels justified in not being with you. Totally. I'm sure all guys do that at some point. Oh, but we're then, all messed up. But then like six no, weeks later, me. he started posting. Angel. Joe's perfect, but... He started posting pictures with other women, and I complained. Yeah, that's I complained, and all my friends are like looking at me like, "Dude, this is embarrassing for you. Like, you're upset, and he's having a great time with Wait, other women on social track. media." You want to say her name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she's. Right. I'm sure she's. She's the best, dude. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, no yeah. problem. But she, I hit her up, and I was just like, "Dude, like, can, can he take it easy on me? Like, he's being really insensitive right now," and she. You're right. I shouldn't say her name. Yeah. Can you maybe bleep out her name? Yeah. Can or you something bleep, bleep you out could. her name? But anyway, she Edit. hit him up and was just like, "Hey, dude, why don't you take it easy on Jaden?" Like, and he flipped on her because she used my stage name. He called her husband a. F he started flipping on her, and I was like, what? "What?" And they got into it, and then I was just like, "All right, well, at least I know." Where you, where he you, cared. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. You know, and then a week later, it was the final conversation. I go, like, you know, you really hurt me. I sent an, a final email, and then he sent an apology email to me and her. Really? For acting like that. Yeah, it kind of took accountability, but kind of in a way like, hey, I'm sorry. I, I, up. I yeah. handled this breakup horribly. I should have been honest with you and myself from the beginning. I want this to go away now. <laughs> like, I think he wow. was kind of like, yeah. I'm done dealing with this. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just call it a day. And I go, okay, great. You know, I responded like, I hope you get what you need and I know I'll get what I need. And, you know. So how are you doing now with everything? Is everything, the, the therapist yeah. and everything been? Oh, it's been great. I did find, like, I started doing more meditation and like daily, like writing down what I'm grateful for and affirmations. Yeah. And that's really made a difference. But also I got a solid group of homies and that is everything. That's really made a difference between that, the therapy. And I also experiment with psilocybin mushrooms a Whoa. couple times. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on, sidetrack. Uh, and I got to say, this has been pretty, pretty cool. I'm not, are these, or does this classify as like a psychedelic type sort yeah. of? Yeah. I have no experience with any, I am so straight laced and like I. That's I've, a good way to be. It's not something you can do no, all the I'm time. No, but I'm not, and I'm not like, uh, I'm not against anything. I've just never have gone that route yet. Like, but I, cause I meditate and everything all the time too. I used to be a big pothead in Long Beach. Okay. More of a pothead in Long Beach. So tell me, what are the name of these mushrooms again? Psilocybin mushrooms. Psilocybin is basically the term for any. Psilocybin uh, Any mushroom. type of mushroom that has psychedelic effects. Okay. So, where you do know, you get these? Like, where would you get psilocybin mushrooms? Drug dealer. Legit? <laughs> well, you don't like no, go walking no, down no. the field and like... I, not a drug dealer. A drug dealer, that's not really drugs. It's yeah. sort can, of just through find, a friend. Find, yeah, through a friend that, you know, someone a hippie grows friend. it. Yeah, that grows it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like, hippie friends. But they, they grow, they just grow, I mean, you could like... It's mushrooms. Yeah. I mean, they it's do not, grow naturally. In yeah. fact, I make, uh, I watch documentaries and I made Joe watch a documentary on yeah. the plant Kratom, which yes. I'm sure some of your yeah, listeners... Yeah. Fantastic. I've used that as well because that kind of helped... Um, before workouts, okay. it actually helped a little bit. I experimented with it a little bit. I have a couple months. bottles of it. it. I'll actually give them to you, the guy, because I don't, I didn't, uh, I got them, they gave me two different types. 
um, for pain. I is didn't, it uh, Urban Ice here or yeah, the Urban Ice? Yeah, yeah, Luther Reigns is another wrestler. He has he like was part owner or involved with it. He gave some at the gym. He gave me a couple bottles, but I've I've done kratom. I tried it before. I didn't. I just didn't particularly. Like not that I didn't like it. Didn't do really, anything yeah. for you. So I, I understand. I just wasn't. Uh, it was like, eh. but um, it helped a little through the breakup with the therapy, and then I took. Everybody mushrooms. works different. Yeah, the different ways to things. And but. I also, well, I took a little bit of mushrooms one night, and I really sort of just came to the realization that all how much love and patience that I have within me, and like unconditional love, and that's a beautiful thing, and I should just return it to myself, focus on myself, and. Give it to everybody else that's been supporting me. Everyone's been wonderful. I feel so happy to have been open about it, be able to be open about it, because everyone's really returned the love, mm-hmm. Joe included. That's amazing. I, I didn't ex- I didn't know how it would go. I thought maybe they would shame me. So I figured out my shame was coming from the fact that I'm a wrong dude. Yeah, uh, excuse yeah. me. My shame was coming from the fact that I just picked the wrong guy. Yeah. I was embarrassed because I picked the wrong guy. He embarrassed me. You know, he wasn't honest with me, wasn't honest with himself. And so Mm -hmm. I was just embarrassed. But my friends, everyone made me feel like you got nothing to be embarrassed about. The mushrooms helped me work through that a little bit too. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, no, that's important for dating and people. Like oftentimes you see, I think patience is a very important thing. And like you talked about earlier in the show, oftentimes I feel like people, they think, oh, I'm supposed to meet someone, get married or this and that. And like sometimes people pick the wrong people. I think it's really important. You got to first know who you are before you can know who you are with somebody else or know what you want. And I think sometimes people just settle or pick somebody that's not right for them. But I think when you start becoming more self-aware, you start like, this is a very valuable lesson for you. And I think for the future, because eventually when you do meet the right person, you'll know it because of the things that happened leading up to that and whatnot. So I think you just treat it as that and whatnot. And like there were, like, okay, I picked the wrong person. And people pick the wrong person all the time. You just have, you now know what to look for and what to do for yourself to make sure that doesn't ensure that doesn't happen again in the future. Most definitely. And whatnot. But the mushrooms, you said, when you do something like that, are you alone? How does that work? So typically, I have done mushrooms a few times. I have them, I've had them in my, again, taking your time and not being in a rush is the key to everything. Yes. For a few years, I was kind of lightly asking around certain friends if they had mushrooms. And eventually they came to me. I took them once with a friend downtown LA. We went to the Korean spa. Oh, wow. (laughs) You used to be a big spa guy back in the day. Yeah, Yeah, I took them a couple times with the Korean spa. Lots of happy endings for for the ride back. This dope one downtown LA. Have you ever been to it? It's downtown. It has like a co-ed spa area where there's like lights and music. Oh, I'm sure ride back has. No, I've actually I mean, not ever <laughs> in LA. I've probably seen downtown LA. Yeah. I've seen them. I, I, after the Ryback days, I'd all stopped. <laughs> that was the last time I went and did mushrooms. But when I'm trying to work on something, like in, on myself, yeah, it's perfect for me to do them at home alone. Okay. Because I need to be... Alexis, I, Alexis does that too. When I'm trying to work on myself or trying to like... But you have experience do doing them now though too. And you understand like... The first time somebody does something like that, they should probably be with somebody. You should be with someone sober, if not like, you know, close to it. Yeah. Who's keeping an eye on you. Because the thing is, is that mushrooms kind of open your, I believe, well, it's debatable, but they, some say it opens your pituitary gland. So you're going to kind of feel emotions that you may not want to face. Uh. So I wanted to face these emotions and get through them and work through them. So for me, it worked to do them at home by myself. But you should definitely be 
very experienced if you're going to do any kind of psychedelic on your own. Yeah. I feel like everybody that gets into like, and you listen to like Joe talks about it all the time on the Rogan podcast and, and, and the different guests and whatnot. When you start becoming like trying to become more self-aware, learn about yourself. I feel like it's in Dorian Yates, JD, we were just talking about him. Like that's another famous pro bodybuilder. He's like had experiences with it and whatnot. He seems like he's very in tune with himself. Is that like a natch? I wonder if just people, when you start learning about yourself, if that's like the next step to wanting to know yourself further. It's kind of next level meditation almost. Yeah. Actually, so microdosing is a new phenomena. A lot of uh, microdosing is taking a very small amount, so you have a very light effect. Yes. However, when you're microdosing, whether you're drinking wine or weed with it, you sober up. It doesn't matter what you're doing, you will not feel drunk if you're microdosing and feeling and drinking. Really? Interesting, right? Yeah. In fact, back to Holly Randall and Suze Randall. Holly Randall has a podcast called Unfiltered with Holly Randall. Okay. Her first episode is with her parents because they're so fascinating. Suze Randall has a story about Bill Cosby, an interaction she had with him at the Playboy Mansion while she was microdosing. And she goes, even if Bill caught, she kind of fooled, messed with him because she was kind of fooling with everyone. Yeah. She goes, even if he spiked my drink, I was microdosing. I wouldn't have felt it. That is hilarious. I remember remember hearing that about that story. That was. So I I attempted to microdose one day when I was home just cleaning, like needed to, you know, spruce up the house. And I went, whoa, that's not a microdose. That's a regular dose. (laughs) I'm going to get to those chores later. So that was my first. And then I went to New Orleans for Halloween last year. And I brought a couple of mushrooms with me and I was intending to take them. I was with very conservative people yes. who were like not, you know, very straight laced, just drinking wine. And I remember I took a little bit of mushrooms and I didn't feel anything like an hour later. And I go, maybe I should go back to the hotel and take, get more. And they were like, really? And I was like, no big deal. Like I won't. You guys are, we're all having a good time. I was drinking wine and couldn't catch a buzz to save my wow. Friday night, Halloween weekend in New Orleans. I was just sitting there like. That's crazy. I Everybody's wonder the, how that works. It's incredible because it kind of, I don't know much about it. I don't, I'm not a doctor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, should get a, we should get a psychedelic doctor or something like that. But I doctor. did recently microdose like last week. I kind of had a day where I was like, oh, I realized not every day is going to be progressive yeah. with my emotionally. So I kind of had a day where I'd been gone for a week and whenever I come back home because this guy had helped me set up my place. Whenever I come back from a trip lately, I've been kind of sad, like, oh, this is my place and I built with this guy. And yeah, now it brings back memories, kind of. So I microdosed a little bit and I ended up texting like a few friends, like, I just want you to know I appreciate you. <laughs> and then I, I was going to ask what you park. do when you go there. Do you, you, you I, communicate with people? Wait, that was yeah. my dog. Did you take him with my dog? I Ubered. No, that wasn't oh. that weekend. Oh, okay. I Ubered to the dog park with, with my dog. I was like oh my God. on microdosing. Yeah, so yeah, you weren't yeah. like out of it, but I was very focused, but I wanted to Uber just to be safe. Yeah. But no, that's very so smart. Great very to responsible. To be at the dog yes. park when you're feeling, when you're like starting out emotional. But think <laughs> is, like, what's oh, crazy is wow. so if you meet, if you start talking to other people, like. You're just full of love. I mean, you're yeah. not really out that's of it. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. kind of like. You just have so much, they allow you to have a lot of compassion and forgiveness right. and you need to forgive to move on. So it's really helped me. That's good. That is yeah. very true, actually. Yeah, yeah for a while you're, you're pretty low. Yeah. And, and so, and nothing helps for me. I'm sure this is the same for you. Nothing helps like helping others. Yeah. So I started to get to work with like my manager and next month I'm doing a gig in Louisville, Kentucky. Actually, can I go over my dates real quick? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Dope. Okay, so next weekend. What Louisville, Kentucky, the strip club JD out there, is that PT's? Godfather. Uh, 
that we used to go to, the guys? I don't know. I can't even remember. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so next weekend I'm going to be doing the Deja Vu Tour. Um, Thursday night in City of Industry, Friday night in North Hollywood, Saturday night in Hollywood and Vine, and then Sunday night in Ontario. Mm. And then next, that following Friday night, January 25th, I'll be at the Hustler Club in Vegas. Okay. And then Valentine's Day weekend. Save it in AVN week. Yes. AVN week. Yes. You know, Dolph you grew up here. Yeah, Dolph, maybe have. I never have gone to any of that. I lay so I try. I try to get a badge for for. I don't ride back. I don't do it. I just think I do my my work stuff. I take care of the dogs and like yeah. I'll go out on a special occasion like we did for New Year's. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I get. I it. avoid. I wouldn't, I wouldn't walk through. A, I couldn't like. <laughs> I wouldn't. You can I wear. Really, you I wear really, Joe's like flu mask. Yeah, that flu mask. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, actually. Dress and up. I'll, I'll, I'll wear. I'll, I'll, I'll carry a camera around and just have Ryback go to. That would be pretty yeah, funny. Dress. Give me the Ninja Turtle costume. I'll go. One guy dressed up as Deadpool and walks around the convention. Yeah, it's he really does. Cool. That's what I was saying. You could dress up as anything, and nobody would even like yeah. blink an eye. This what? This, this dress up as your, your, your Hey, that guy looks like Ryback. Yeah. <laughs> so Louisville, Kentucky, JD, your hometown. Um, I'll be at Godfather's and during Valentine's Day is, weekend. Is it, is it I'm something? joking. He passed. He mentioned he passed through Kentucky. Oh, gotcha. We lived there together. The yeah. yeah. Oh so. yeah. Or not together. We were not together. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I'm gonna be like knew of each other. Working with the club to promote that. I'm gonna be donating half of my stage tips on Friday and Saturday night to their local animal shelter. And I know oh, it's wow. something Christy Mack does with her tips as well for the pitbulls and stuff. Like yeah. That. yeah. So really? I'll be finding like a different charity in each town that I go to and trying to give back in some way. And then my main event coming up to kick off Memorial Day weekend, I'm just starting the planning, so I don't have a location yet. I hope it's the Hustler Club. I just want to put that out there. But I'm going to do a pole dance marathon, a 24-hour. People come in and come out. Lisa Ann said she'll host, my friend Lisa Ann. I love Lisa Where? Ann. That's Dude. what I've talked about this before that when I, I was younger. that was. I, she's was, the one that got me into intermittent fasting. I really? Spent Christmas with really? Her. I'm going to get her on next. Or not, oh. what, what, what could you ask? Oh, so the, I'm hoping to put together this pole dance marathon to kick off Memorial Day weekend. And, we've and got you want to do it at the Hustler Club, I In, yeah. in Vegas. And in in Vegas? Vegas? The, or where? Yes, definitely in Vegas. Okay. And I want girls to come in, do a song. If You know what? If, ask if Elisa has time. We'll love her have her on the show. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Cam Soda is going to sponsor it, and they're okay. going to live stream it. And then all the tips will be donated to a mul like a couple different charities. Okay. One will be like for the troops, suicide prevention, yeah. all these Just different dogs. causes. That, yeah. Because yeah, Lisa just did one weekend. She did a walk down in San Diego, and she ended up donating a ton of money to three different charities. That's that's phenomenal. It yeah, is. Yeah. It's cool that like charities will be will accept like adult industry help because I know it's I know it's tricky. Yeah, I oh, feel yeah, like as we keep sure. moving on in time, though, even though people seem to get more judgmental, but it seems there's more yeah. people op are open to things. We're just more in touch with each other because yeah. of these damn things. Mm. They Phones, can, we guys. can connect I from anyone all around the world. Yeah, and that can, there's pros and cons to that for sure. Yeah, there's definitely we, we talk, talk about, about it all the time. So you're going to do 24 hours, though. I would like to. I mean, I got a poll in my house. If you we have, have to, to do it at my place, we could do it. But we're hoping to get some coverage, media coverage. How? That, would you take breaks? Are you allowed to take breaks for that? How does that work? I mean, shit, Wait, dude. Well, let's, that's a 24-hour well, intermittent fast, too. I was going to say, I'll be that's, intermittent fast. That would be your 24-hour drive let's fast. Research, like, what's the Guinness Book of Record of pole dance? Because cause, cause, um, I think Jules Ventura did the twerking. 
Okay. Um, marathon? Marathon, or Janice Booker Records. I, I forgot what was the record of it. I already but. bought the domain, poledancemarathon.com. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then, so that's in February, March 15th through 16th. I'll be at Expose in San Diego, California. I love those guys. And then April 12th and 13th, I'll be at Cheerleaders in Philadelphia. April 26th and 27th in Detroit at the Deja Vu, which be, I've never been to Detroit before. That's a first timer. And then September. Kendra, 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 I think Kendra dances out there. Okay, yeah. Nice. Kendra Lust, yeah. Yeah, because that's where uh, her friend Jennifer that we, yeah, the they lives at. The Jennifer starts with a D. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, she's a fitness. She's married to this guy, Chris, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He owns they were a very Thai sweet. restaurant. That's where we yeah. hung out when they were out here a couple oh, years cool. ago. The uh, where can everyone find you? Wrapping everything up here in this episode, we're on your social media handles. Where do you yes. want to direct people to find you? Instagram is the number one free advertising yes. source in our world right now, and that's at Jaden Cole number five. The number five. And are you on Twitter at all? Either? Oh yeah, oh. at just at Jaden Cole, J A Y D E N C O L E. And then you can also go to jadencenter.com is my premium Snapchat and OnlyFans.com/slash Jaden Cole. Good my deal. Stuff. And with that, I'd like to end every with every guest um, that if there's one piece of advice that you could give to people, the listeners, that from your experience in life so far, what would that be? I mean, I think I've given a lot of advice you, here. We talked, we covered you could psilocybin just sum it up to mushrooms. One <laughs> yeah, take mushrooms. That's what I got from you. Do mushrooms. I, say, I don't know I about you guys. No, you're microdose, you guys. Not microdose. just do mushrooms. Yeah. microdose. That's don't don't let anybody shame you or make you feel like you're on the wrong path. Surround yourself with good people. Make sure you're on your right path, not anybody else's. That is great advice. I like that. What's and, your advice for me? You guys got anything? You've been giving me great advice, though. JD, any advice? Florida man. I don't think we have enough time because I don't know if you remember, but my ex-wife made a living in the uh, nude adults industry. Not quite, not quite the porn industry, but uh, there were some similarities in your story there that uh, were uh, hitting home there. So probably be easier to uh, say them off the air. Do we? Everyone's got their own version of this story, yeah. man. Thank you. The uh, in wrapping things up, Joe, Joe, anything you want to go ahead and uh, plug? Sure. Then this week's show. All right. I feel I'm getting a very you're getting very sassy, Joe. Joe is well after yeah. after New Year's. Have you done? <laughs> what do you mean after New Year's? No, 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 I don't. By the way, horrible, but. Uh, you did try to take my card away from me at night, and yeah, I, I did. You failed. I did. I told him, "Don't you?" And I, I, I said, "No." I said, "I paid another round of drink." I said, "Okay, can you give me the card?" It's like, "No, I'm playing another drink." It's like, but okay. that was the last. We did leave shortly thereafter. Yes, because so. I asked you. He's like, "You want to go?" It's like, "Yes, we're gonna go." I, didn't. I did spend way more than I anticipated. Yeah. by the way, it I know exactly. But you were night. just so into what you were watching. So yeah. Like, okay, was... I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop your fun. Right. So. It was two of your favorite superheroes coming together and joining forces. Right. That was what we were witnessing. Exactly. <laughs> no, uh, you can follow me. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Webmaster Joe, and uh, AsianJoe.com. JD? Uh, let's see. I don't have the big Christmas spiel now that Christmas is over. Um, check out the Instagram at IronAttitudeJD. Did my voice just get louder? Did the one it's lower. not as sensual as it was. It's, it's more not business. Essential. I, okay, it's my poker voice. <laughs> <laughs> at uh, at Iron Attitude JD on Instagram and IronAttitudeBelts.com. Iron Attitude. 
Yeah, yes. Gustav's in all my weight belts from the, he's, he's the best in the business. Nice. It's, uh, it was a gift initially, and then I was the, the Iron Attitude weight belt for the big guy moniker. And I've just, he's done every belt since, so he does the Feed Me Mortar. I used, to do, I used to do custom leather bondage wraps, and then I just went to weight belts because it was more mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very smart businessman. So with that, you guys all feed me more nutrition on feedmemore.com and Amazon. All fan mail, P.O. Box 752740, Las voice. Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Do a different voice. You, what, what's the voice? Do, do like what? a British, do, can you do a British voice? We usually try to, I try to mix this up on the plugs at the end because I'm 70% English. I don't know if you know okay, that. The, okay, you're what, 3%? 10% Jewish. Irish, 7% Italian. Okay, that'll to do. To me, a Mario. Can I do a Mario? <laughs> yeah, you can do that. I, I don't know if I can <laughs> do an Italian. <laughs> For personal video shout-outs from the Big Guy back, go to cameo.com slash the Big Guy back. For all professional wrestling bookings, book the Big Guy Yahoo.com or Bill Barons at showbiz at AOL.com. Wake up at the feeding at time. I buy the Big Guy Ride back. Available on Amazon and Audible and Kindle format and paperback. <laughs> what, what, what was that, that was just a. <laughs> that was like a. <laughs> that's like Italian Irish. Yeah, Italian Italian. <laughs> A few fuel meals, I'm a fuel meals, my personal meal prep service, fuelmeals.com, and save a 15% with discount code the big guy. All social media at CWTBG at Ryback22 at FMM Nutrition on Twitter at Feed Me More Nutrition on Facebook at the Big Guy Ryback22 at Feed Me More Nutrition and at Conversation with the Big Guy on Instagram Ryback247 on Snapchat YouTube.com slash Feed Me More channel You've just <laughs> listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback Feed Me More Ow Subscribe, like, rate, comment.